Providence, Rhode Island. This is your station, your music, the world famous. WXIN. Providence, Rhode Island, USA. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the stadium experience for NBA free agency recap, analysis, jamboree. Jordan Moments here alongside me. We are waiting on E. Let me say to be here with us later. We're trying to wait. We're trying to get a couple of guests to come on the show with us today. But regardless, we have a couple things to talk about. Some guys, you might have heard of them, changing teams for a variety of teams, including your Boston Celtics. And we're just going to be... We're just going to kind of turn the mics on, start chatting. I have all the stats in front of me. We are on Kawhi Watch. Got like four NBA Insider Twitter tabs open. Wayne Zero pops up, and we'll just talk about it until we get tired and want to go home. Anyway, though, and if you want to call in and chime in with us, do not be afraid to call in at 401-456-8787. Once again, the number two call in is 401-456-8787. Anyway, with all that out of the way, you are listening to the Stadium Experience Free Agency Recap Jamboree here on 90.7 WXIN. And with all that, we are going to dive in here. And Jordan, hello. Hello. We haven't been broadcasting together, so clearly I haven't seen you at all in months. Exactly, yes. It's, yes. Been, it's been ages. As it's been foretold, me and you are not... As the judge ordered mm-hmm. all yeah. those all those months ago in the Superior Court of Rhode Island. Yes. I want to see Chelsea Saturday. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So it was, it was a divorce joke. Ah. Yes. Anywho. <laughs> moving beyond that. We're off to a startling start here to the show. <laughs> so, Just like old times. Well, uh, that's a way to tell me. Jesus. <laughs> Anyway, we have a couple of things going on, and obviously, oh, Justin, obviously, NBA free agency has officially began on the first or the thirty-first. I don't remember, but it officially began six p.m. Sunday. Yes, and obviously, like even this all began, you know, this all began months ago. Mm-hmm. All, all the ma- but it, and teams were officially able, and it was on the thirty-first or the thirtieth, on the thirty. On the 30th, excuse me, Jen, June is one of those 30-day months. Mm-hmm. And, you know, teams were officially able to begin agreeing to deals in principle, Jordan. Okay. I know this drives you crazy how it works in the NBA. Mm. I know it was driving you crazy watching the draft, which I also haven't really talked about. I know it was driving you crazy watching the draft and me continuing to have to explain to you. They agreed to make the trade, but they have not officially made the trade yet. Because you can't make it until the, the six. Yes, or something like that. So Sometime this week. But point is that these deals can start in as it is now. And then, you know, teams, you know, the clock strikes 6 p.m. on June. And these teams are really, really good at negotiating deals within a minute of that time. And obviously there was no negotiation that goes in beforehand. No, not at all. Otherwise, that's legal. Yes, exactly. But within like five minutes of it dropping, Kyrie Irving able to negotiate a $140-something million deal with the Nets. They just sat down and... Banged that bad boy out. He was just he was standing outside their offices and walked in and they looked at each other and just smoothest negotiations in the world. Yeah. Very play- very efficient, the yes. NBA. Just these te- they just negotiate so quickly. They make their decision. They negotiate with all the teams they're interested in and make their decision a huge league wide conference call. It's like an auction, really. Yes. But anyway, so teams, you know, like deals can be made. Is my point. And many teams have made deals. And we will start. We will start with the Celtics because mm-hmm. a lot's happened with the Celtics. 
Yes. Obviously. And I was going into this free agency, period. Incredibly apathetic. As I feel was warranted. Maybe mm. not even because of the realities of the Celtics' flexibility in the offseason, the assets they had, but just, I suppose my apathy from the season just really just wore in to free agency. Not that I was not ecstatic for free agency, because this is one of the most fun times of the sports year, but just in terms of what the Celtics would be able to do, I was just apathetic. And then suddenly, you know, the draft came and went. They didn't do anything significant. I didn't really expect them to. They just, But it's just, you know, for the third, fourth year in a row, you go into the draft with Danny Ainge, you hear all the rumors, yada, yada, yada. Maybe they're going to trade this, they're going to trade this, trade that, trade this. And they had less assets than they have in years past, say for last year with only the 27th pick. But prior couple of years i've had a lot more assets going in the draft day and then like all those drafts the draft came and went and they basically made their picks they maneuvered a few late round first here and there but overall they just added rookies and this year they added four rookies in the draft which we'll see how that works out after summer league and all that but still you know once again all the draft came and went they drafted a wing in romeo langford I don't know, another small forward, maybe four guy, and then some tiny point guards in the second round. Mm-hmm. Yay. Like, this, this, yay. Like, nothing exciting. It's, like, okay, it's just preparing myself. Like, this is what the team's going to be. They're going to take a massive step back this year. They're just going to have the young guys. And that's maybe Horford stays. Maybe Horford doesn't. And that's okay. Sucks what happened this year. Worst case scenario. The team's... Once again, the team's taking some And then suddenly, like a day before, I think it was like the day before the 30th, the 29th, you start suddenly seeing, on the 29th, 28th, you just start seeing suddenly reports coming out. Mark Stein reported it first. Oh, that the Celtics are stealth suitors for Kemba Walker. Mm. And then within a day of that, suddenly everybody's reporting all over the place. Oh, yeah, the Celtics, Kemba Walker. That's, that's a real thing right there. That could happen. <coughs> You have know, you know, some Charlotte reporters reporting, oh, yeah, the Celtics are in the driver's seat to get Kemba Walker, which even people have brought up Kemba a lot over the season. After people really started giving up on Kyrie Irving, people really started to see the writing on the wall that that guy was good. There were people who would bring up Kemba. And people even specifically would text me. I had a few friends who would be like, hey, can the Celtics get Kemba? And I didn't really entertain the idea of it. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to sit here and say that I was on the Kemba train. You weren't on a Kimba train? No, I was not. As In terms of... <laughs> it was not... Po- a, I would just tell people, because I thought it was... Because for a lot of it, I would more the way I would phrase explaining it to people was coming from the perspective of like trying to make sure people understood that Kyrie leaving did not open up a max slot, which a lot some people did have that misconception, which was part of why I'm like, this this crude if Kyrie leaves, because they cannot bring in an equivalent talent. But then Al Horford opts out. Mm. suddenly the max slot is a lot more realistic. It's a lot more obtainable. Then during the draft, they trade Aaron Baines really for nothing. I mean, they trade, you know, a late first-round pick and Aaron Baines to the Suns for the Bucks pick this coming year now, which will probably, again, be in, you know, the bottom five of the first round. Which doesn't take effect until July 2020. Right, but... But no, they, they, get, they get that. <laughs> they have that pick now. But... Or they will when all these trades become official. But anyway, <laughs> whatever. You know, hopefully the guy you know. Hopefully the guy in every NBA front office who just writes all this stuff on sticky notes so they can do it at the right day <laughs> doesn't yeah. lose their binder or something. It's not a fire. 
Yeah, his 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 his, his <laughs> iMac looks crazy. <laughs> sticky notes. He has he has a color coded system. Yeah, yeah, just like pink, that. blue, red, orange. Yeah, these teams doing four team trades. Like, yeah, it's hard to keep track when you can officially push the button and make it all happen. <laughs> when it's no longer in principle, mm-hmm. but ready to fax it over to the league office. When he clicks post. <laughs> The the NBA doesn't let you set up a timed fax. It's really annoying. They got (laughs) to change that in the next CBA. Yes, yes, they do. But anyway, so I didn't. And I also have and still have reservations about Kemba, but really more of it was just like, I don't like they're not going to they're going to have a hard time making that work. At least I thought they would. Sometimes I really didn't. Maybe I was just looking at that. I don't know how I was. Maybe I was looking at that wrong. But and also. Just kind of my app. I'm like, listen, if Kyrie leaves, I'm not just going to sit around and turn around and be like, but the Celtics will be able to get a max free agent right off the jump immediately after. And then also Al Horford opts out into me and a lot of, and to a lot of other people, just the optics of that, I thought were really bad for the Celtics. Kyrie leaving, eh, I mean, people put that on Kyrie, but also, you know, there's people who have been feeling that in rightfully so that the Celt- that it was a little dysfunctional with the Celtics this year, just top to bottom. He's very dysfunctional. Right. Once again, I don't blame all of it on Kyrie. I still put shoulder some of the blame on Brad Stevens. I shoulder some of the blame on Al Horford, even. Really, I mean, you, want, I mean, you talk about a guy who people point out not to pile on Al Horford right this second, but I don't, I don't it, want my... His time is coming. Well, hang on. I don't want my... I, I don't necessarily want my first take about Al Horford post Al Horford leaving the Celtics to be me piling on Al Horford, but just, you know, even, Al, you know, some of the blame on Al Horford. I mean, a guy who people talk about as being such a great veteran leader. There was a very, there was a massive lack of leadership with the Celtics this year. So blame drifts upwards. Blame rises to the top. But anywho. The optics, like how, like how bad, like the Celtics who really struggled for years to be a, to get free agents. Celtics have always struggled to get free agents, except for the last few years. The Celtics suddenly started were able to kind of craft themselves into something of a destination, getting Horford to come here on a max contract, getting Gordon Hayward to come here on a max contract, which obviously has not worked out so well up to this point. But that was a that was a get. You know, I mean, Hayward may have been the best free agent in that class when he came here. And that was a big deal for the Celtics. Maybe you could argue, you know, that was a very specific situation because him and the coach are best buddies. But still, that's there were obviously other teams, but he came to the Celtics. And then Kyrie, even the Celtics weren't. I don't know if they were necessarily on his first list of choices, but still, Kyrie was open to being traded here because of what the Celtics had going when he demanded out from Cleveland. So. Before we really get into analyzing Kemba Walker, like the intangible value of the Celtics going through everything that they did this year and really taking all the hits that they took on the court, off the court, just in general. I mean, obviously, like after what had been a couple of years of kind of masterful building of a program, regardless of necessarily what I think about the minutia of Kemba Walker's game and his exact value... And we'll get into all that. I'm not saying that, that, that none of that matters, but mm-hmm. the the value to this franchise from an optics perspective of them then being able to turn around and still get a max for agent type guy, a multi-time all-star, a guy who did make an all-NBA team 
a real deal NBA. I don't necessarily want to say NBA super. He's not a superstar, but like an M- star NBA player to get another guy like that to come here. I think that's huge. I just think that's so big for this team. And, you know, the, the Kemba love fest, I'm already getting a little annoyed with. In all honesty, in a way, I'm getting annoyed with it. I'm also getting annoyed with the fact that I'm buying into it and that I'm at a point where I have to buy into it. Because as much as... I'll get to that in a second. But the optical value of the Celtics being able to get a guy like that to come on the heels of the season they had, I just think it's huge. Because it does not, they're not... The team is going to take a step back this year. At least the team has taken a step back. Maybe they might not take a step back in terms of making the second round, but... This, the team will take a step, most likely, unless everything breaks perfectly, is going to take a step back talent-wise this year. I mean, you go from Kyrie Irving and Al Horford to Kemba Walker and Anes Cantor, like, that's a step back. It is. But still, the Celtics being able to turn around and bring in a real guy, and a real guy wanting to come here and seemingly being very eager to come here, I just think that, you know, that... I mean, if I'm Kemba Walker, I'm trying to get away from the from Charlotte as fast as I can. Right, but that was a guy... That guy, I mean, A, that guy loved Charlotte. And B, but still, like, that was a guy who had options, though. Yeah. Like, it was not just him and the Celtics. Like, he, he could have gone to the Lakers. The Lakers wanted him. Like, I would stay as far away from the Lakers as we. I know we disagree on this. We can talk about this. Okay. We can all talk about this later. Exactly. We have a lot to talk about, Jordan. Okay, yes, we do. Like I said, I did not really craft a rundown for this. We are just talking. Mm-hmm. We are going over every aspect of this after I get kind of by all my Celtics thoughts. But... I think that's really valuable. And like I said, the Kemba Love Fest kind of annoys me a little bit. Just a little bit. People all coming out, it's like, oh, this, this, is a, this is a leader. This is a guy who cares about winning, all that, all the intangible stuff, all the stuff you always hear Celtics fans going in and in about. That for a long time, I've said those are not necessarily the things that matter. What matters is having talent and star players. And you know, But you know what annoys me about the Love Fest more than anything? What? Is the fact that Kyrie Irving and all of his antics and all of his crap have put me in a position where I am also kind of engaging in that love fest. Why well, I am also happy about having the less talented but hardworking player. In the NBA, a league why nine times out of ten will tell you that you're better off getting the disagreeable superstar. And it annoys me. Because as I've said many times, Kyrie Irving... With this, with what he did to this Celtics team this season, has put me in a position where just I've been somehow questioning things about myself, <laughs> and how much that annoys me. Like he put me, like Kyrie Irving put me in a position where I'm like, man, I really miss the Isaiah, and a lot of people, oh man, I really miss the Isaiah Thomas Celtics. Like you knew they weren't gonna win a championship, but man, they tried hard, man, they gave effort. So, yeah, so. Overall, you know, now we get into I mean, overall, like I like I am glad that the Celtics have gotten Kemba Walker. And it's not perfect. I mean, you don't it's not ideal to have a point to have a 29-year-old point guard on a max contract who's 6'1. That'll take him into the, you know, into the his early 30s. Now you may argue whether or not he will break down in that period, but it's not ideal. There there was a photo of him that was circulating of him like walking around Boston. There was this pack of like kids look like they were like in middle school that were like he was just talking and everybody was passing around like, oh man, look, Kemba loves Boston already. Oh, because once again, like it's really easy to go gaga over a guy, you know, not literally just putting in the least amount of effort to 
show that he cares even a little bit about your team after the Kyrie Irving experience? <laughs> like, no, like seriously, like just seeing Ky- like seeing Kemba go up and say all the most cookie cutter things a guy could say, it's it's refreshing. Like, it, you gotta. Re- what do you have to go through with a <laughs> like? What does a fan base have to go to to get to the point where like you then go where you with a certain player just being the way he is, to then suddenly find a guy spilling cliches refreshing. Like, just seeing Kemba go up and say, yeah, I want to win. I care about working hard. It's like, oh, yeah, Kemba, keep it coming. Oh, you're the best. It's annoying. I'm annoyed. Like, I'm annoyed that I'm, like, engaging in that. I am. And I blame Kyrie. That I, bl- that I blame Kyrie. That's fair. Yeah, I'm annoyed. Like, I am. Like, I'm annoyed because I hate buying into that kind of thing. I do. Because it's, it's, but, because you would think, because usually, well, yeah, I mean, anybody can say the right thing. Apparently not, because Kyrie could never just come out and say the right thing. So apparently, maybe it's a little harder than I thought to just not be a dick. Yeah, it, yeah, it's a little difficult sometimes. Yeah, for some people it can be, but hey, you know, he's going to go take, he's going to go take on Brooklyn. He's going home, baby. To the team that used to be in his home, but even though he was coming Home when he came to Boston because his dad played at BC and he made a whole thing about how he was coming home two years ago. But hey, <laughs> loyal no nobody stays anywhere in the NBA. Everybody's going home every couple of years. Mm-hmm. You just got to find a new tangential collection to wherever you're going. But anyhow, it's not a per- like it's not a perfect fit. I mean, you know, the guy doesn't shoot threes. I mean, a he's just not as good a player as Kyrie. Like it's. Like no, like I don't think anybody's trying to say that, but nobody's trying. Like he's not, he's not the player that Kyrie Irving is. But maybe he'll sh- score more than thirteen points in a playoff game. Yes, no, like maybe he, maybe he will come out and not say who cares after his second round playoff loss. Yes, <laughs> maybe he will. Maybe he, um, I, I bet in the second round if the Celtics make it, Kemba, if they can somehow overcome like the Chicago Bulls in the round one through mm-hmm. some miracle, some hustle at you know some. Real feel-good story. Mm-hmm. Celtics able to get out of the first round in the East. I bet that Kemba Walker will not obviously display almost zero effort throughout the entire second round because he knows that he's going to go play with a man who is destined to rupture his Achilles in a couple of months. I bet that won't happen. No, I, I, I doubt it. Yeah, so you know what? I like, like I said, like, fine. Like, you know what? Fine. Like, I'm, I'm in. Like, like, I'll probably be sick of it in a couple of months again, or maybe, like, a week. I don't know. But at least for the time being, like, please, Kemba, like, shower me with your platitudes about caring and caring and not wanting to leave immediately. Just shower me with it, Kemba. Please shower me with it. Damn. Yeah, I know. I know. I hate it. Like, show me the hustle plays, everybody. I want to see them. Oh, I love it. So <laughs> I need it. I need it right now. For the time being, I need that. And I'm very annoyed by it. You know, having this conversation makes me wish I had, like, a, a soundboard of all of, like, Thanos sayings. <laughs> just, like, clips. Just audio clips. Now is not the time, Jordan. Okay. But. I'm just saying. Yes. It'd so be perfect. So that, you know, and like I said, like, it's not perfect. He's not. A phenomenal three-point shooter. He's averaged 
He had his well the last couple of years. He shot you know last year he shot about thirty five percent from three, which he, he had hovered close ish to forty the last couple of years. So took a hit there, but you know maybe maybe on lower volume he'll be more efficient. But anyway, like I anyway, I do like the fit. I do not you know I do like the fit. Some people are worried about it taking away from Brown and Tatum, who did both did not have great years this year. Tatum especially, I feel like. I thought there were points when Brown looked like he was getting better. I don't feel like Tatum really displayed any development all year, especially because compared to what he was in the playoffs. So I don't like I don't Kyrie Kyrie on the court should not have impacted Tatum the way he did. Tatum, I I have said this. If anything, I've defended Kyrie on this. Tatum could not not to pivot to a completely different subject. But like I said, there's so much for me to analyzed right now and so many things for me to render my opinion on right now Tatum should not have Tatum just could, seemed lost when he was playing off the ball a lot this year where he didn't have the ball in his hands which I get like some of there will be periods when Kyrie gets the ball and he goes to work with the ball but also A like he can B it usually goes well when he's engaged and you see periods where Tatum would just be a statue Way down the ball. Wouldn't couldn't get open. Wouldn't try to really find ways to get open. Wouldn't put himself in position just for catch and shoot opportunities, things like that. And then he would get the ball, and then he just I mean, I've talked all year about him getting into the whole Mamba mentality crap. Him just taking the ball and just trying to do his own little little dog and pony show with it. And how annoying that was. So other than that, I mean if maybe Kemba ends up being a better facilitator when he's surrounded by actual teammates. When Jeremy Lamb isn't his, you know, number two option sometimes. You know, maybe that happens. And maybe, maybe he's a, maybe he's a better, uh, he is, he is not a bad passer. Maybe he passes more. I don't know. But either way, Tatum should learn to operate off ball. And maybe with Tatum now being, I mean, the veteran member of this team, at least, you know, maybe they give him more looks this year. I don't know. But either way, like, Kemba Walker overall to me and why I like the signing is I mean not the only reason but one of the reasons I like the signing is that Kemba Walker being here really 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 improves the floor for this team because you know what you're getting with Kemba and a lot of there are a lot of question marks on this team right now really like the entire team is almost question marks from top to bottom but Kemba at the very least I mean not saying that they're not a playoff team, that they're a chance they don't make the playoffs. It's the Eastern Conference for one thing, but Kemba at least very radically raises the floor of this team. And then you come because I this is another thing I said that how annoying it would be. So before they signed Kemba, I, was, I just started thinking like how it almost how annoying would it be if Kyrie leaves, Horford leaves, and they just kind of you know they either they resign Rozier and they they don't bring in any like significant significant additions. They just bring in like some. Filler guys, some role players, yada, yada, yada. And then suddenly, Jalen Brown develops. Jason Tatum develops. Gordon Hayward is finally healthy and plays much closer to all-star Gordon Hayward. But now they don't have their other two all-stars from years past. Who I don't think were necessarily inhibiting those players' development. And now you have these young guys. And maybe if you had the whole team together again from last year and everybody was engaged, maybe then you'd win. Maybe then you'd be a championship contender, but now they're not. But at least now with Kemba, they run, as I checked Twitter for the billionth time, they, 
it's the thing. The floor comes up. And now if some of those things break right for you, you just, you have another all-star in the mix. Or at least you have one all-star in the mix to start with. And yeah, those guys break, then it just, it overall, I think it just dramatically raises your floor. And that's one of the reasons that I'm glad that Kemba's here. Because like I said, you did take a step back in terms of talent. That is undeniable. Inarguable, but like I said, if things gel well next year, like, you know, easily win 50 games. I mean, not easily, but like Tatum takes the next step. Jalen Brown takes the next step, maybe, whatever that may be. Gordon Hayward isn't completely useless. Yeah, like maybe, you know, you just, everything is elevated with Kemmerich, which is stupid and nonsense, but yeah. The floor for this team is up, and I'm just glad, because like I said, it would be very frustrating if things went the other way. <laughs> if thing, if everybody finally started playing well, and then, well, sorry, you don't really have anything else outside of an emerging Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Gordon Hayward getting healthy. So, eh, you know, second round team. So, I'd say that the Celtics are anywhere close to the favorite in the East at all. But as we wait to, as we once again, we are on Kawhi Watch. As is everybody else on the planet. We all have drones collectively following Kawhi as he goes to like the butcher or whatever he's doing during the day. He goes and buys like a 12 pack of socks. What kind of socks do you think he buys? Definitely just like some Hanes and like a big 12 pack at Walmart. What a guy. Yeah. What kind of socks do you think Kawhi buys? Yeah, like think, think he's going to ankle socks or no show? Mm, I think I think he'll just like pick up whatever's on the he can find in the drawer. Okay. Yeah. I guess like he'll just find whatever his size is. Yeah. He's not really picky about that. No, I don't think so. All right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, like I just like the floor of the Celtics team goes up, and on the note of the rest of the roster, which was again is just approaching all of this, the at the moment they have 15 players set to be signed which does not by any means mean that they are done i mean you don't know what's going to happen you don't know who's going to shake loose somebody could shake and then suddenly dan drives in and makes a trade because this team still has plenty of assets they still have the potential to yeah like i mean if anybody gets loose which i don't which i'm done like speculating about for a little while because i am sick of that game and we did it for years with Anthony Davis, and then, nope, doesn't work. He's going to L.A. I'm just, then, you know, immediately after Anthony Davis, people suddenly start talking about, oh, well, maybe in a year or two, Carl uh, Anthony Towns will want out of Minnesota. And then the Celtics can be in on that. Like, I'm, I'm just, I'm done. Like, I'm done speculating about, you know, Danny Ainge trading for all this, all these great, great young players. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just done for a little bit. I'm out. I'm out. With, I'm, I've been just disillusioned. By that whole experience. I'm not doing it anymore. For a little bit. But still, like the roster... I don't want to say the roster is complete because they have 15 guys. Because like I, I don't know what's going to happen. But as it stands right now, they've made a few moves in the last couple of days. I mean, besides Kemba. And obviously, Al Horford opted out. And you look at the roster and you're like, alright. They don't have any bigs besides Time Lord. And... 
there was, you know, there was, I, you know, I had my little list of like, you know, they didn't have a lot of cap space. I, really, all they had after signing Kemba to sign outside guys was the mid-level exception, which they wound up getting the five million dollars smaller one, not the they got the half exception, not the full one, which is a shame because I they could use it, but they only got the five million instead of around the ten million, which yeah, so I was like, okay, which I was fine with because it's still they're not gonna find Al Horford out there. Whom I was okay with them not, which by the way, I am okay. I did not want the team after Horford opted out. I really did not want the team. I know a lot of people were really upset about this, and there were a lot of Celtics fans that really, really, really wanted them to bring back Al Horford, regardless of what it was going to cost. And I was not one of them. I did not want them bringing back Al Horford on a, even like a twenty million per year deal. To get him into his 35, 36, 37-year-old season. Once again, there was a lot of Celtics fans. Because, I mean, Celtics fans have been obsessed with Al Horford, which I've never really understood. I've never really fully understood, like, the fascination with Al Horford. I mean, he's the best player in the NBA. Yes, of course. Al Horford, once again, I don't want to trash Al Horford on his way out the door. But I've never been in love with Al Horford. He's a good player. I never at really at any point in this tenure here did I ever really think that that guy was worth a max contract per se, which is why I mean, I, I mean which you're wrong because he's the best player in the NBA. Yes, of course, according to one panel I went to two years ago in New York, <laughs> but on analytics, but and according to his sister on Twitter, you'd think, but it's all you really need. <laughs> what are you going to trust ESPN? <laughs> what do I want to trust my eyes? Come on, Jake. Reading numbers. Yeah. Watching basketball. No. But there were sh- like I had no desire for the stuff like on the con like the type of contract which I wasn't I'm not surprised by the way by the contract you got with the 76ers because that was around what you would have to pay to which is around what I always thought you have to pay to keep him which was you know four years in the hundred million ish range I don't know the exact number I think it was like four years 109 but like 91's guaranteed or something like that was didn't shock me that number but I didn't want the Celtics locking in at that. Oh my God! No, thank you. You know we can get into later in the show about the impact that has on the. You know we'll get into the whole power balance in the Eastern Conference, probably in the next segment or whenever, whenever we roll off the Celtics. But I didn't want the Celtics. I mean, I mean, did you, Jordan? Were you on? Did you want the Celtics paying Al Horford? You know, a three, four-year deal. I didn't even want to pay the. I didn't even want them to pay him the first time. <laughs> in all honesty, <laughs> no. Well, honestly, I will acknowledge the value of the first contract. I mean, a. Like I said, like that kind of legitimized what they had here, just in terms of that. Like somebody, a free agent came to Boston on a max contract. I do think that that mattered. I also think it was also just kind of the Celtics being left holding the bag after Kevin Durant didn't want to come here, and they had kind of envisioned it as a Durant and Horford together kind of thing. Then Durant didn't come here, and then they're like, "Oh well, we already kind of agreed to bring in Horford." So, hey. I mean, he was as expected his entire time here. It's not even that I can say that I was ever, like, disappointed in Al Horford, like, overall. Because he was what I thought he was. I just never thought what he was was necessarily worth that kind of money. So it's complicated. Well, no, it's not complicated. But, then you know, then Celtics fans will come at you and be like, no, he did the little things. Yeah, what are the little things? You don't pay $30 million for the little things. You don't pay $30 million for hustle and bounce passes. 
But he was a veteran leader. Yes, a leader who, yes, exactly. <laughs> For leadership that is seemingly only internal mm. and doesn't seem to impact a, a young core or stars that are just all falling apart entirely around you. See, Jake, what you don't understand, sometimes you have to lead by example. And sometimes you got to lead yourself and hope that others will follow. Yes, well, Al Horford can try his greatest. Al Horford maybe, maybe did his best. But anyway, and then he decided to leave, which I don't really blame him for after this last year. I don't, I don't, I don't blame him for opting out and running away and getting out. I don't blame him. Like, I don't blame him. And now, mind you, once again, oh, my God, the love fest for Al Horford. Now, that has been annoying. Like, that has been something that I don't understand. Like, Celtics Twitter over and including, like, you know, people that I like, like, even, like, Kenny. Oh, boy, not Kenny Doyle. Kenny Doyle. Oh, my God, the guys are getting, like, people all over the place. It's like, oh, thank you, Al. Oh, thank you, Al. Oh, my God, this is, this is, like, people want to build him a freaking, like, memorial, the way people are talking about, like, oh, thank you for averaging 12 and 7 three years in a row. Oh, thank you, Al. So many good bounce passes. Are you ready for the Al Horford highlight tapes when he, when he first comes back to Boston? Yes. Are you ready for them? Yes. Oh, it'll happen. There'll be, oh, he'll get a video. Oh, he'll absolutely get a video. He might get two. Oh, yeah. No, oh my God, like, just Celtic fans just, just gushing about this guy. What's again, this guy who left, by the way. Like, this guy who opted out of a contract and then left to take less money somewhere else. Like. Yeah. <laughs> what again, I don't blame him for it, but these are the same Celtics fans who will still curse Ray Allen's name to this day. Because he left as an old man on a team that tore it down itself anyway. But just, oh, my God, the love fest for Al Horford has been. Like, which I, I can't act surprised by it. Because that's been the way it's been the entire time Al Horford's been here. Has just been just the Al Horford just... Just, I, I don't know what the exact right word is, but just the Al Horford... Effusion. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word. It, it, is, it is a word. Yeah, the effusion of love for Al Horford. The, in, the entirety of the time he's been here. For this guy who's just such so 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 above average as a player, uh, but so yeah, like I like it like this is just a culmination of all that, really. So like I said, I can't be surprised at the reaction on his way. Yo, know, I don't feel that bad like on Al Horford. Honestly, the more I, I I started out trying to say I felt bad about it, but honestly, I I don't. Like Al like Al Horford's gotten like more more than enough uh nice stuff said about him on the way out. I feel like. For also for a guy that did, didn't win a championship with this team, like, and was here for three years. Like, it's not like Al Horford is freaking Paul Pierce. Like, like, the way people thought think about it, you think he was like some classic Celtic. Mm. But no, no, just, just a guy who was here for three years, guys. He was, came from the Hawks, didn't like what the Hawks were doing, left the Hawks. Now he's here. And then, you know, now he left here and he went and signed with one of your biggest rivals in your conference and people are like nope we love al love al horford he can do no wrong he can't do any wrong man was man showed you how a professional <laughs> should act what a pro love al horford but jake you're forgetting the part where he was the best player in the nba he's a professional jordan he, he knew how to act he's a veteran he's a veteran leader so you can't put a price his, on his that sis his sister fought his battles for him on the internet what a guy. It's family man. Family man. What a guy. So, yeah. So, anyway. So, yeah. Like, I didn't want them to re-sign Al Horford. Once again, 
which is not me trying to knock Al Horford other than saying that I guess I'm knocking him in the sense that I'm saying I didn't want to give him $100 million over the course of four years when he would be in his late 30s most of the time, which like, I guess like that is a knock. But, yeah. So, thusly, I then had, you know, my short list of big men that were in their pay range. And, I mean, like, I w- there weren't any of them that I was married to. Like, I, I would have liked Dwayne Deadman, but, re- immediate- but then immediately he got signed for way more money than they were ever going to throw out to anybody. So like fine, you know. I mean, I got my list. We got Ness Cantor. We got Jim Michael Green. We got. I don't remember who half the guys were because I've already forgotten because they were all so disposed. They were all so interchangeable in my eyes. Yeah, when they signed Ness Cantor, I was like, fine, like, fine, like that, fine. If that's if that's the guy they like, then fine. If that's the guy who would come here, then fine. You know, now I guess you know, the Celtics are now enemies of the state of Turkey. Oh yes, because he's he's hard banned. Yes, no, they've now they've now signed Turkish political yeah, pariah in S. Cantor. Yeah, he's 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 a he's a dissident. Which I enjoy. I enjoy that we can talk about that <laughs> all year. Terrigan, he's <laughs> no like I, like I don't think Terrigan's gonna be able to get like season tickets now. Mm. I think he's gonna go to the bottom of the season ticket list. Probably. But I mean, I enjoy for for our purposes, George. I mean, I guess for mine because you're gonna be leaving me. But uh, if you were still here, I mean, the the memes that ensue. About <laughs> having public enemy number one of the nation of Turkey. Yep, the the glorious Republic of Turkey. Yeah, like that's that's fun. Like I, I for for those per- like outside of those purposes, I'm glad he's here because I enjoy talking about Enes Kanter, but I usually don't have a chance to. But that's- now he's here. Yeah, you know the player who will not go play in games outside of the U.S. because he's afraid of getting assassinated. Which I knew he didn't travel to the U.K. when. I know he didn't travel to the UK when he had to play a game there. When the Knicks had to travel, I couldn't remember where it was for a minute. The Knicks when the Knicks had to, but he also would not go to Toronto. He didn't play. He didn't go to any of the Raptors. He wouldn't travel to any of the Raptors games. Really? He wouldn't even go to Canada. Mm. I can understand not wanting to go to you know continental Europe, but he wouldn't even go to Canada. He's <laughs> the Turkey's got shooters out there, <laughs> which you know from a logistical perspective, it's kind of. Not not a great not a great thing for the Celtics. The Celtics are you know playing the Raptors in a playoff series. If your possible starting center will not go to any road games outside the United States, <laughs> exactly that he won't go to any of the road games in the series. He's afraid of you know getting assassinated. But you know may, may, maybe like playoff Cantor will will put it on the line for for the Celtics. He'll literally risk his life. Exactly, maybe. You know, then that then may, maybe that'll be worth a few cliches in the press conference. You know, that 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 would be that would make it for a pretty cool uh pretty cool halftime speech if they're down. Yeah. Cantor can get everybody together and be like, listen. I am literally risking my life to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen not three, but four shady men in trench coats running around spying on me. I don't know what's going on. I might not make it out of the stadium. So can we please start crashing the boards with some, with a little bit of energy here, everybody. (laughs) So, you know, so that's a man who's sitting there hoping that Kawhi leaves the Raptors. Just eliminate any chance that he'd have to be guilty into going to Toronto. (laughs) (laughs) While this country tries to get him extradited. Are they still trying to get him extradited? The turkey. Yeah. Uh, I do not know. 
But anyway, so they signed the next character, which from a basketball perspective. I mean, he has enough money to not get extradited. That is how that works. Yeah. He has enough money to keep getting green cards. Yep. Yeah. 100%. But P- apparently the uh, the uh, application fee for uh, your, your citizenship exam is $725. <laughs> well, Jordan. Nope, not going to get into it. Anywho, <laughs> so. Nope, just going to pivot actually. But. And all the mock, like I said, like like Anaskat, it was one of the guys I was fine with. Like th- there was nobody they were gonna sign that was gonna like blow anybody's like like the player that they could have used was Aaron Baines, honestly, who they traded in a salary dump to then afford afford Kemba, and then gave Cantor basically the same amount of money that. Aaron Baines would have been making. They're both making about $5 million this season. But you see, Jordan, it's the NBA, so they couldn't have Aaron Baines under contract because they needed the cap room to sign Kemba, which then gave them access to the mid-level exception, which they could then use to sign an S. Cantor, Jordan, because they had to sign Kemba with cap space. Mm. But they had to be under, but they had to sign Kemba had to get them to $101 million in salary. Then they could use money to sign guys that they already have the rights to. So anyway, that's how that works, Jordan. Like, but, why do you need a lawyer to make a trade? <laughs> like, I, I don't understand this. You got to be a lawyer to play 2K, man. I got my accountant sitting next to me every time I do a franchise. But anyway, so... Do they, do they teach a course like this at, at, at Roger Williams Law School? Can I go down <laughs> to, like, Bristol and, like, take a course on, like... NBA, NBA salary tra- cap minutia. Yeah, NBA trades and <laughs> procedures. But anyway, so really Aaron Baines is the player that they could have used. Like, if they were rolling into the season with Aaron Baines as a, as a starter, I would have been fine. But anyway, like outside of Ness Cam, like it's, uh, some people were throwing around DeMarcus Cousins, who, I mean, they also would have been fine. Like, I still like Jermichael Green. Like, it's, is it just some Nerlens Noel? Like, there are a million guys like that. Now they have Ness Cantor, who... Looking at it, I do like. I think if the plan is to try and platoon him with Robert Williams and see if he has a second year emergence, hopefully, and you know, he's projects more as a defensive rim protecting type of center, and Cantor's really not much of a defender, but he is actually a better rebounder than Baines when I was looking at the stats. At least he more higher. Volume rebounder. Usually hovers around eight, seven, eight, nine rebounds per game most seasons he's played. So, I mean, he is a good rebounder, even if he isn't much of a defender, which is kind of confusing how that works, which always kind of fascinates me how guys can be bad defenders but good rebounders. But whatever. He's a good rebounder. The Celtics really, they never have much rebounding. So, anyway, so Cantor. Like, find Cantor, and then, you know, they're at the cap, but they had the bird rights, so they're able to re-sign Tice, which, fine. Like, like I said, they're taking a step back with these being their big men, but. Oh, man. Like, they're. Yes, yeah, Elif just walked in. We'll have him. We'll t- talk to you more in the next segment, Elif. Let me kind of wrap up my Celtics chatter, and then we can get into the, the big, the big MB, the big boy macro stuff. But, so. Yeah, like, it's, it's fine. Like, C- Cantor's the guy. Like, I see it working. Maybe maybe they eventually, maybe 
you know you know maybe we can get lucky and the celtics can start to get something out of all these non-lottery draft picks they've made over like the last four years like maybe just one of these guys turns into a productive player like i don't think that's like on one hand i'm like maybe i should stop expecting anything out of robert williams and also like you know what i'd like to be able to expect something out of one of these billion lo non-lottery picks i mean like can i expect anything out of yabu Selly? out of robert williams like can just one of these guys just be something like is that too much to ask so like i said i mean we'll see like i said like if like this roster is i certainly feel better about the celtics than i did like a week ago when i was just ready to bemoan all of existence and crumple up and face the harsh realities are you a knicks fan no, no, I'm not. No, we can talk about the Knicks in the next segment as well. <laughs> we can, we can, we can hop on that. But <laughs> anywho, so we take. But anyway, so like I, like I don't. Like I'm not gonna tell you this is gonna be the roster because it could still be plenty of trades to come. But like, fine. Like they've, you know, for how bad everything went, they've at least put themselves in a decent position to at least be more competitive than I might have been expecting. They're not as talented as they were. The expectations are not as high as they were going into last season they're just not but it, it was a spicy reset yeah they have reset at least and they still have the asset so we we shall see anywho though you're listening to the stadium experience wait 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 imagine signing a player to a max contract but not trading all of your team away no you are listening to the nba to the <laughs> you're listening to the stadium experience nba free agency analysis recap jamboree We've been talking all Celtics up to this point. When we come back, A will be joined by Elo. And B will dive into all the other stuff going on around the NBA, of which there has been plenty. And we will just kind of see where the wind takes us on this. You are listening to the Stadium Experience with Jake Elmsley. And we will see you in just a minute. Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble had speaking, understanding? Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have, Have you, you ever, ever had, had sudden, sudden confusion, confusion, trouble speaking, or, or understanding, understanding someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. It's late until, wait, don't too. Don't, don't wait, wait until, until it's, it's too late. late. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at powertoendstroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Joe Elliott from Def Leppard for Rad. Planning on going out and having a party? Great, have a lot of fun, but do me a big favor and don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives, you should too. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. This is Dave from the Dave Matthews Band for Rad. When you go out and party, get drunk, then drive, you're not only loaded, you're a loaded weapon. When you celebrate, designate. Choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. 
A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Help the Arbor Day Foundation plant more trees across the nation. Support Tree City USA where you live. Go online to arborday.org to contact your state forester for community forestry assistance. You can make the air taste fresher. Breathe as deeply as you please. You create a world of pleasure just by simply planting trees. Adding shade, creating beauty is just part of what they're worth. Make the world a better place with trees protecting the good earth. Help the Arbor Day Foundation plant more trees across the nation. To contact the Rhode Island Division of Forest Environment, go to arborday.org. For the best local pizza, look no further than Big Tony's Pizzeria at 525 Eaton Street, Providence, featuring daily specials and free delivery until 4 a.m. Get a whole pie or just a slice at the home of the Gangsta Rap. So call in at 401-490-0000 for a slice of the local favorite, Big Tony's. Often imitated, never duplicated. Glasgow Smoke Shop is Providence's premier smoke shop and vapor lounge, conveniently located at 1842 Smith Street, North Providence. Glasgow Smoke Shop, the best smoking supplies in all of our eyes. It's not the size that matters, it's the pleasure it provides. WXIN FM. WXIN Stadium Experience, Jake Elmsley, Jordan Bowman, and Elove both here alongside me during the NBA free agency recap, analysis, stone casting, jamboree. You know, we spent the last 45 minutes basically just me going over all my Celtics takes. Not going to promise that we're done with those, but let's get trying to move on and move into everything else. That's happened over the last couple of days. Uh, can I say something? Is uh, of which there's been a lot because before we get remember this, forty percent of the NBA were free agents this offseason, which is yeah. For one thing, incredibly like I want to talk about this for a second. All the star movement in the NBA. Maybe we can just it's gotta be how we frame this debate. Mm -hmm. All the movement of star players that we've seen in the NBA over the last couple of years, which is I do I don't think it's sustainable. Like. I don't think it's like I'm getting to point with like I don't like as much as I am like all all about like you know labor and like the the rights of the workers and yada 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 and the players being able to do what they want. I mean at a certain point like I don't think this is like this stops being good for the league when like every like two three years seemingly most of the teams like core players 
are just completely different dudes. Like, at a certain point, like, it gets really hard for, like, I don't know, like, I guess fandom to exist. I mean, at least fandom of teams to exist in an era where, yeah, like, you're just, your star players are changing on a, like, every two, three years, your entire roster is totally different. And like I said, like, earlier when talking about Kyrie, like, oh, yeah, he wants to go to trade to Boston, comes to Boston, writes his Player Tribune article, does his commercials, talks about how he's coming home and how Boston is a place he's always loved. And then... Two years later, he's done with Boston. He's in Brooklyn doing the exact same thing. And yeah, like it's like you don't. And like Jimmy Butler is on his fourth team in two years. And just, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like a part of me feels like just it's getting, you're having just less and less teams who have like just, you know, I don't want to say like they're homegrown stars, but yeah, like just. I don't like I feel like a part of it, like it's just not good for the league at least if NBA fandom and I mean NBA fandom has always been you know has always been kind of different from baseball or football or hockey where like NBA fandom has always kind of been more player focused than team focused for a lot of people and I like I feel like NBA like the NBA is the one sport where you can regularly wear jerseys for a team that's not the team you're a fan of and people really aren't going to call you out unless you're like some tool walking around in a, in a Steph Curry jersey but like, I, as a Celtics fan, can go around wearing my John Stockton jersey and nobody's going to really think much of it. But yet, if I was wearing a Drew Brees jersey, I don't think that would fly. And I would never do that. Because I feel like this football fandom is just different. But I don't know. It's just, like I said, 40% of the league moving. Almost half the players just different teams and i just i don't know i just like a part of me wonders how good that is for the league i blame bron bron for that he yeah. started this no he did yeah and he I, started this when he took his talents to south beach he had his friends hang out with him it's the only way he could have won a, 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 a championship see, i don't even think lebron going to south i think it's almost like lebron leaving again leaving where leaving miami and going back to Cleveland almost said moving. No, 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 no. This was started by him leaving Cleveland and going to Miami. Mm -hmm. And that's when everybody like, okay, well, if he can take his, if he can like have his friends. Right. And we can all just be moving around all the time. Moving all the time. Then I can have my friends who are basically A-stars, mm -hmm. you know, say like, okay. Yeah, you can, all, all these guys can move around together. No, I, I, KD I, can ask um can Ky ask, Kyrie, uh, Kyrie, I mean, like, Kyrie, yo, can, let's go to let's go to Brooklyn. Right, but after KD, already, you know, in the place where he he was, like I, said, I don't think I don't want to say every guy needs to stay with the team that they're drafted, but it just like it feels like we've got like I feel like that's not great for the league either. And I'm not saying guys should do that. There's some kind of moral obligation to do that because obviously I've said a million times I I I hate team. Usually I hate teams booing players, but like with many other things. Kyrie Irving has really made me change my my perception of everything. Uh -huh. But you know, like I, I like I feel like, like now maybe we've got the NBA's gone too far in the other direction. Once again, like it's hard to be a fan of a team when the team is completely different every other year. But that's what it's all about. No, it is. It's about free agency. It's about where I choose to play for the next three or four years. Right, and I and I just I don't. I don't know if like this extreme, like not every off season is going to be like this. No. But, like no. it's just I don't know if this extreme in that direction is necessarily the 
best thing for like the league's long term because obviously it's super exciting like you're like i love this mm -hmm. like i love watching this and i love monitoring this but yeah the nba you know wants maybe not even for the not even for the lay nba fan but for the person who's more of a fan of certain franchises and you need obviously fans like that to continue if you know they, are there going to be any more dirks no exactly but like is that is that good for the league if we don't have no it's not if good you for don't the have league. good like, exactly. you need variety you what? need variety you need every team to have that that star power see coming right, up in the it, 80s every team had at least two superstars i mean not every team well yeah Every team. I mean, I've, no. Yes. No. Yes. I mean, you had like four or five teams that had their superstars and then different variations. No. Not every team had two are you saying? Are you saying that uh, I'm saying every Danny team Andrew every was a superstar? No. Yeah. Like the Celtics is like, like the Lakers and the Rockets in that era. And then what Jordan was Jordan, like the Jazz and like the Spurs kind of. Yeah. But I'm, not, I'm making the point that... <laughs> you just name more teams that have superstars exactly. than they do now. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Right. No, you're right. But I'm saying you're saying every team. I'm saying that the NBA has always been really top-heavy is my point. You make an argument for other teams. Actually, Sons, and to my point, the NBA the is actually has more parity than at any point that I can remember recently, right now. But anyway, continue. Yeah, but the thing is, is that um, at the time, you had two superstars mm -hmm. on each team. On each right? important team. Yes. And of course, yeah, you had your Philly, your Boston, yeah. your Lakers, your um, your your uh, well, Chicago wasn't even in there. Your Detroit's, you um, uh, your uh, Supersonics, mm -hmm. because they had two Supersonics, they had Gary yeah. Payton and mm -hmm. um, the Unshawn Unshawn Camp. Mm -hmm. So each team at the time, say in the seventies and the eighties, had two superstars. Mm -hmm. You needed that third superstar to win a championship. Right. So I'm just making the point that like. It seems like we just be less and less teams that I don't know have like have that one player who is like a part of that franchise's identity. Exactly. It just seems like you're not like we're like we're less and less gonna like because how many teams have that now? Nobody. Like, how many teams have like that homegrown? I, I mean, like the, actually, Philly does because the two guys that yeah, they sure, drafted for now, for now, right? For now, but that's my point though. But Ben's, I mean, Ben Simmons could end up. I mean, they're working towards an extension with him. But I mean, God, there was a point where people were saying, well, maybe Ben Simmons will just go to the Lakers one day. Yeah, but that's not gonna happen. For now, that, it doesn't yeah, look like now. it will. But right. okay, but what if in a year he wants to demand a trade? Uh, it can I don't happen. Think so the guy guy wants to win a championship with with Embiid, man. You say that now, and then they just got Kyrie wanted to win a championship in Boston a year ago. Well, that's that's him. He wanted Jimmy to Butler. Be, no, he wanted to be a leader. <laughs> he didn't want to be under anybody's right, shadow. I'm just that's saying, the like, problem. I'm just saying, like you know, you say it now. Everybody wants to be where they are until they don't. Is my point exactly? Ka Kawhi was a great leader until he didn't want to be with the Spurs anymore. Right, and they didn't want to be there. They wasn't there. Right. And then he might go to a different team again. Exactly. It's just my point, like, how many, you know, like, how many teams have that homegrown superstar and just, just do all these guys kind of playing musical chairs They're every playing year? musical chairs, man. Exactly, but, like, how how good is that for the league? I just think, like, it's I don't... It's not good because my... every time you, t you, you raise your head, right. oh, wait a minute. Right. Um, and teams um, don't have LeBron's like, in, in in this area, yeah. and and this guy's in that area. Yeah, that's and like, like, like there are no dirt, like there are no more dirks. Right. And what of we course. see that I'm not saying that it's never like we're just removing. I mean, I, I mean, who would you guys like? Russell Westbrook is a guy that's still with his team, but right. That's kind of a mess right now. Like, it is a mess. It is a mess right now. Like that's like it's just. 
And if and if West Westbrook and KD could have gotten along, those two guys would have been the linchpin for um for 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 OKC. Exactly. That's the other two guys who are from there. But no, nope. yeah. Now KD is on his third, third team. Team exactly. Like just feels like every superstar in the NBA is gonna. I okay. Here's what I would love to do in like ten years. Like sit down and make like as I like to do, make like a big spreadsheet mm-hmm. and literally just calculate like the average number of teams that like, I don't know, like four plus time all-stars are in their career by like decade. Uh, so we, we, we think, I think we're getting a phone call. By some <laughs> crap like that. But yeah. Yeah, the thing is that um, each team always had two superstars and those two superstars carried the um the, the franchise more teams had guys right who were like grown on that who homegrown right. exactly they Once were again, drafted i'm not sitting here and saying that every player should stay with the team they draft or else they're some kind of loser or they're ring chasing or whatever because mm-hmm. the nba is great in terms of the freedom the players have right but maybe the players should stop exercising that freedom a little bit a little because it just and it seems like half these guys just like at the first sign of trouble they it seems like I don't want to say there's no loyalty to the franchises because I well, don't want to sit here and tell these guys. No loyalty. Well, I don't want to sit here and tell these guys they should be loyal to these like billion dollar companies because those billion dollar companies are not loyal to no, them. No, they'll chew them up. And, yeah, and I get exactly. that. No, and like Godspeed to them. But also at the same time, I'm looking at it going, I don't really know what the solution is. I don't really know if there should be a solution like on an ethical level, right? And on a philosophical level. But if we're just talking like from a utilitarian perspective of what's the best for the NBA overall, like, I, I don't know. Like, mate, I don't know. I mean, like, Jordan, what do you think of this? Like, what do you... Mm, maybe the solution is that they take they take all these superstars and they just dish them out to, like, the bottom 10% of but the see, league. But then they're just still all moving around anyway. It's just like, I, I, don't, I don't know what the solution is. Like, I don't know, maybe it's just... Maybe we just have a giant, like... Just get just get a bunch of... To get Dirk to tell everybody to be loyal, I a, guess. A giant redraft. Get, like, mm-hmm. Dirk and Tim Duncan to do a... We, we, we redraft every, well, every every NBA roster. Well, that doesn't fix anything. And then just, no, we just keep them there for seven now, years. Another and every seven years, you, get, you just you have Dirk a draft. And, get, like, Dirk and Tim Duncan and, like, I don't know, I guess, I guess Kobe. You got Kobe. Mm-hmm. Do, like, a speaking tour. Well, actually... For every NBA team and just be like... Kobe was traded. No, I know, but like still, he, he was, was traded by the, the the Hornets to no, uh, I know, LA. but still, he was on LA for right. All he the was Im- there for his um his rookie year. What it, it mattered, at least right. what it mattered, like. Right. But yeah, like I just like yeah, there's there's no good. But or the, maybe maybe the problem is that like it's not that the superstars are just going for different teams. Is that they're just consolidating into big markets? Maybe that's the problem. They all just want to go mean, to LA, Boston, and New York. That's that's really oh, the problem. Boston, God, Boston has been a th- only recently. Well, L.A. and New York, they all just want to go to L.A. Well, I don't know. Guys, they want to go to, guys want to go to Brooklyn. I don't yeah. Know. They want to go to New York. Well, no. Because we, we, yes. you know, we, we, we can save this kind of big picture. This is, this is another thing we can save kind of more deeper into the summer when we don't have a billion things to talk about. Right. But anyway, moving on just to free agency. Oh, my God. Yes. So much stuff. <laughs> yes. So much stuff happening. What was you doing Sunday afternoon? I sat there with my computer. We had like four <laughs> Twitters open and just kept exactly for hours and oh, from like man. six until ten i was just on twitter oh man yeah, doing it was crazy doing... i was checking periodically and i was i no. was amazed with the things i saw i was there by yeah. the minute i was getting minute by minute updates yeah i was like i don't want to miss a thing <laughs> like first like Kyrie and kd to the nets which i said was gonna happen for a long time and then mm-hmm. kd got hurt and i'm like 
oh, maybe it's not going to happen. It didn't happen. It didn't happen. And then it did happen. And then it's I was like, like, damn, the Warriors have been dismantled. And then later on that night. Then the Warriors. I was like, oh, boy, try and say. Yes, no, we learned that. Trade. We learned that. <laughs> once again, we learned that sign and trades are like witchcraft. Wait a minute. Now, sign and trades, is it like a, a, a phenomenon this year? No, I mean, sign and trades have always been a thing, but just we're seeing now, like, I don't know. Like, it's just like, feel in the years past, you don't, you haven't seen these teams with no cap space. Somehow just end up with stars. <laughs> Sign and trade with D'Angelo <laughs> Russell. I'm like, right. wait, what? Like, yep. I don't even, I'm, I'm even positive how the fit's gonna work, but either uh -huh. way, like just like the Warriors who had like absolutely no flexibility. Some will go from no flexibility, KD leaving, like they gotta max out Clay, they're kinda screwed to uh -huh. they got they, they got D'Angelo Russell, like yep. they they were able to re-sign Kevon Looney somehow. They were able to go out and get Willie Cauley Stein and <laughs> all like, it cost what? them was Ziggy in like a yep. first round pick in twenty twenty four. I'm like, yeah, well, they're they're still they're still on top. <laughs> yeah. I mean I don't know if they're K on top, but Katie's like a pretty D'Angelo's a pretty good replacement for Katie. I mean they're not on top. I'm, 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 I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that they're on top, but I mean like they're they're certainly better off than I thought they'd be. Like <laughs> no, then like <laughs> hey, they didn't lose as much as you thought. No, exactly. then like like, no, which, which, then, is, like, which is absurd. Jimmy Butler basically going, I want to play in Miami, and then Miami going, we want Jimmy Butler. Jimmy and Butler it's will like, never be loved by the, like, like no, Dwayne Wade. But no, but then it's Miami has no cap space, yep. and not a lot of assets. And then somehow they pull off this gigantic four-team trade. Now they have Jimmy Butler. The <laughs> Miami, who is absolutely not a factor in any of this, mm -hmm. barely really sent Philly anything about. But then also, Philly getting back a player for a player that they did not have the rights to mm. like the philly did like the, <laughs> like philly was able to take a guy who they did not have signed this is the nonsense of it mm -hmm. philly did not have jimmy butler signed to a contract nope but then was still able to get a team to give them a starter yep for a player that they did not have signed yep which, Did they have the rights to sign? They had the, they I mean, had the they rights. had the rights to, sure, but they didn't like. like that, Jimmy, that's the minutia of it. He's not, yeah. he not like he was a restricted free agent. Like, they didn't have the right to match his contracts or anything. <laughs> All they had was like, if they wanted, they could sign him to like a fifth year instead of a fourth year. And uh -huh. they could, like, you know, the, the Philly, if they were keeping him, they could go above the cap to re sign him. But like, they, they didn't, none of that had anything to do with the trade to Miami. Nope. But still, just out all like the, like the set, like the freaking the Nets. They didn't have. I mean, at least D'Angelo Russell was a restricted free agent, and even then, the Nets didn't really get anything. Now think back to when. Yeah. I mean, they basically just swapped KD and D'Angelo Russell. No, I'm not Russell. done with this. I didn't sign, but yeah. they didn't because then they involved a four. No, but then. Like the Grizzlies got stuff out of that trade. <laughs> yeah, somehow. But the other two teams didn't. But like the Grizzlies are in, like, oh yeah, we'll absorb Iggy for you, but also give us a first round pick. Exactly. And now the Warriors have another have another All Star. Uh -huh. And it and the Heat, who once again have nothing but bad contract on their roster, have an All Star. And then also the Trailblazers. Have Whiteside uh -huh. and like the Clippers got Heartless and yep. Yep. the Mavericks were gonna get Gorgon Dragic, mm -hmm. but I guess like somebody somebody got a name mixed up, so they <laughs> thought they were getting Olinic and then they did it and <laughs> and like it was like the entire and like I just kept reading the updates on Twitter the entire time. I'm sorry. No, and then Woj was tweeting like, all right, never mind. Mavericks I'm sorry. Out. Well, let me face it. Like, oh yeah, never mind. Mavericks are out. 
There's no train in place. The Heat are still going to make it happen, though, somehow. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then I'm they made it sorry. happen. And now the Trailblazers are, like, one of the better teams in the West. And the Heat are still kind of going to suck. But now they got Jimmy Butler and they have a ton of cap space next year somehow. And Olenix playing with Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Not on the Mavericks, which makes me sad because I really wanted Olenek on the Mavericks with poor Zingas, who got a ton of money. Yep. Mm-hmm. I really want like poor, Z- poor, poor Zingas. Zingas and, Luke. You gotta get a little Luka. bit of Canadian Luka, in there. Yeah. Like they re-signed JJ Barea. Like mm-hmm. I was all ready for the all Caucasian team. Man, all those general managers need to be fired. You can't get somebody's name right. But I, I, I just I like somebody said Gorgon Dragic and somebody heard Richard Rogers and Kelly Olynyk and just I don't know. And then the Mavericks were like, nope, we're out. We're just gonna go re-sign Seth Curry instead. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Oh my goodness. We're out. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then and then I You know Yeah, who- like it's just it's just like literally like now we're at a point where the players have so much flexibility that they can just want to get traded the teams that have nothing and have no reasonable way of getting of being able to like fit them in and then just go there anyway. It's the sign and trade. It's sign magic. Trade. Yeah. No, like it's it's like it's like it's a new like I think this is a new era. Like this is a whole oh, nother this, this is the dawn of something no, new. No, but this is isn't it? You had two it, teams that had yeah. nothing. Yep. Get all stars. Yep. And yet like the Knicks who have seventy million dollars oh. in cap room can't get anything. And that's my segue to us talking about the Knicks. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. The new <laughs> That's our segue to the Knicks, everybody. My God. Who just got all that money and then just started giving it out to mediocre big men. We didn't want KD anyway. What? <laughs> no, I tweeted about this. How do you live in twenty five years of obscurity? <laughs> Think you're gonna get what, the, what have you done to suffer this? No, and I tweeted the city, the, the I, city of New York. What I have you done? I tweeted this out it, the other day. Listen, let me tell you something. James Dolan is one of those guys that basically does not care because he's gonna make his money anyway. Well, it's not like say, all right, I need superstar to get people in the butts, in yeah. the butts of the seats. No, nope. no, he does. Spike Lee will be there every night. MSG is the Mecca, man. It's where you go to see and be seen. <laughs> Except it's not, because no players want to go there. <laughs> they don't care about the players. Don't want to go. They do. The Knicks fans care. The, the, gar- the garden. The garden is dead. <laughs> the Knicks have no. No, by tweeting this out, literally, I'm like, hey, anyone else remember when Dolan brilliantly went out of his way to belittle the young talent on his own roster? Yep. Because he was so sure they were going to let Katie. Remember that? He was uh. out there. He was like, yeah, we have some good young guys, but. No, no, they're not going to be like the main guys. Oh, my Big God. things are coming in free agency. Oh. And then they don't win the lottery. And then they don't sign KD. No. And don't sign Kyrie. But it's okay because they yeah. have Julius Randle, Bobby Portis, yep. and Taj Gibson, and yep. Reggie Bullock. Oh, and Wayne Ellington. Yeah. Oh, boy. The real prize of the free agency. And oh, they gave Saturday, away- no, Rosie Potato. All those players have second year team options on their contracts because the Knicks think that they're going to be players. Then it's like, oh, no, next year, though. Ooh. Next year we'll be able to use our cap. Oh, no, no, no. no. Next year. The- I saw something come out like Dolan is now like, oh, and now we're going to start setting up for Giannis. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to happen real good. Right. Please. Come on, man. They're like, no, no, no. The no. Ne- ne- next year's plan is okay. This deal, we're, 
We'll start getting ready for Giannis when he's ready. What What is the measure of incompetence? Like, when does it become criminal? <laughs> like, when do they take the franchise? Like, like, when, for real. Like, no. honestly, like, when, when is, like, negligence just a crime? Yeah. <laughs> like, when can you make a man sell up? Like, how badly do you think the NBA just wants Dolan just to drop a slur somewhere? Yeah, they do. <laughs> Like they, like, like they might like pay someone bad. to shoot him in the yeah, alley somewhere. Right. Like bad. What is he doing? I mean, come on, man. That's crazy. <laughs> They're gonna wait. They do plan it. Like, I, I don't know where I saw that, but I 100% believe it. The thing is, is that I don't. I cannot find it for you right now if you ask. But like, I 100% can believe that Dolan was like, "Oh man, guys. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's strong out this year. Let's go. Giannis will be will be up soon, and we'll be ready for him. The, the, the Greek freak. We'll be. He'll want to come play somewhere big, like Madison Square Garden. Right. Everyone wants to come play in Madison Square Garden. Yeah. You know, look at this guy. Julius Randle wanted to come play in Madison Square Garden. Right. Oh, Bobby Portis wanted to come play in Madison. Taj Gibson, come on. Oh, those uh, guys. Uh, listen, man. They, they, they traded Porzingis. Did they get They traded going? Porzingis to Por- get the cap space to <laughs> do <laughs> this. They gave away the best center in the NBA. <laughs> Maybe not now, but they certainly gave away their the most. Top, oh top, top second best center in the that, NBA. They certainly gave away oh. their most promising player in like 10,000 years. Exactly. The man, man. who was scoring 30 points a game as a center. <laughs> They oh gave away their goodness. unicorn uh. just to make the cap space. <laughs> and the and guy uh. that named him the unicorn, they wanted to sign, but he got away anyway. So that way they could oh, man. sign Katie and Kyrie. You wonder who had the funniest reaction to this? Michael Rappaport. He was pissed. Oh, Everybody. believe it. Everybody. Oh, that, he was that a gif man. I sent, that video I sent you of Stephen yeah. A the other day. Yeah. Uh, I saw that, was, man. Was that, was that actually his reaction to the Knicks? I don't know. I, don't <laughs> know if the music, I think the music was added in, but oh, I okay. But I, that thing still makes me laugh every time I watch it. I wanted that baby uh, thing there that uh, the the the, uh, the baby uh, what you call it that they have that they put uh, Stephen A in when he wanted KD. <laughs> like the wor- like the world is collectively dancing on the grave of the Knicks, and it is yeah, it is wonderful. But what what have they done? I t- just I, to deserve did, this. It, I, Everything Nothing. wrong. Everything wrong. No, but like they did. Like <laughs> no, they, it's literally everything. Though. But no, like they didn't in, do anything wrong. Like it's it inconceivable. Like, no, but like, in fairness, like they didn't do it wrong. They like they cleared out cap space and they were ready to sign Max guys. It's just they ran into the problem of they didn't sign Max guys. No, Max guys wanted to go there. <laughs> right. Like exactly. they're like, oh yeah, no, we'll try to trade for Anthony Davis and the Pelicans. Like we don't really like want like Mitchell Robinson and like Frank Frank Nick Linka. And they're like, oh, it's okay. We'll get Zion. No, R.J. Barrett's pretty cool too. Yeah. No, we like R.J. Barrett. Uh-huh. Yeah. We like R.J. Barrett. He's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he'll be a good like third guy for KD and Kyrie and <laughs> then <laughs> that went out in flames. Like I mean like the like the Bucks immediately re-signed Chris Middleton and mm-hmm. I was like, that's it, like it's a wrap for the Knicks. Wow. They're gonna start and I'm like, haha, how much you bet they're gonna start using this money on dumb players? And then they did. They had I was no like, choice. Oh boy, time for like, guess Joakim Noah can open a new checking account. Like they had no choice. They had to. Joakim Noah. He oh, hey, Joakim, you want to run it back? That yep. man who's been paid so many times by I got, so many places. I got seventy yep. mil. Don't get just call him up. Be like, I got seventy mil burning a hole in my pocket, Joakim. <laughs> he said, I'll do it. Yeah. I'm gonna waste another team's money. Yeah. You want to for run. lackluster performances? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's. Uh, I mean, I know, I know, I know. Twelve-year vet. I know nothing we're saying is original, 
and that everybody's been doing this. Yep. But I, no, I, it still needs to be said. It it's needs just to be so said funny. Now. It's just it doesn't stop being funny. Yeah. It's inconceivable. Like it yeah. is. No, like it's it's not. They're like, like they're like no, the Browns, but, it's but not, worse. But it's mm-hmm. not inconceivable because I think everybody saw this coming from a mile away, and everybody was very prepared for this. I mean, I don't see. I don't no, think the problem. The, I think the problem is, is that it happened like immediately. immediately yeah. But like, no. But like, it was gonna happen it's, immediately. It's, it's like the Nets just completely. Like Kyrie just and Durant wiped. were like <laughs> gonna announce it immediately. Like there was gonna be like first day guys. Like it's not like this was. This was very. Con- I, in fact, it's probably like probably what I told you was like ninety percent chance that this happens versus anything else. But yeah, I know it just happened so fast, and it's phenomenal. And then, no, but it is good that it happened fast because you got to be like, all right, Dolan, you got all this cap space and nobody to spend it on. What are you going to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all got to collectively watch. Yep. Saying, oh boy, are yeah. you going to sign Zion with no hops? Oh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did. Oh, speaking of a Ness Cantor being on the Celtics. Oh, my God. Remember that? Remember that one from a couple of weeks ago? What? You didn't see that? Oh, like right before the draft, just an S. Cantor just randomly tweeted out, like, yeah, I don't get the hype about the Zion. He's just Julius Randle with hops. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely read that to you at the time. Oh, oh my. Yes, God. you did. You did. You did. I remember. Yeah, and now the Ness Cantor's on the Celtics, which is one thing I'm very excited for from a pure comedy perspective. Mm-hmm. But enemy of the state of Turkey, enemy of Zion. It's, it's arguably worse to be on Zion's bad side at this point. Exactly. For, forget the nation state of Turkey. Just, <laughs> Zion could probably get you expedited. Yeah. But Z- Zion could probably make a few phone calls and, and move some things. But yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So let's, move, let's try to move off the Knicks a little bit. Because, oh, for the last thing, also the fact that the, that the Nets undercut the Knicks. Mm-hmm. That the Knicks are officially number two in New York. Yeah, how how the Nets somehow Who, manage in a period of one the Nets in a period of how is it not the Nets? One <laughs> Borough versus Brooklyn four, Mario. Brooklyn one. Brooklyn, Brooklyn one. rules Bro- New York now. Bro- Hello, Brooklyn. How you doing? <laughs> Brooklyn gets both New York Senators. Like that's them's the rules now. Yep. Damn. The seat of government in New York is in Brooklyn now. Yeah. Nope. Mm. Move it over to the bridge. Yes. Former New Jersey Nets. Nope. They came in and they they came. They saw. They conquered. Let me tell you put, something. The forty forty club's gonna be lit. <laughs> put put it on the R train. Move yep. it out. Jay, I'm, has anybody like put put it on the six train? Yep. Put City Hall on the six train. Move yeah. it move it downtown. Move downtown. Has anybody okay. checked on Jay Z? Oh, uh, I know where he is. Man. He's, he's just chilling. He's I'd be chilling. a little I'd be a little worried. See <laughs> see gonna go to Beyonce dirty again just as ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, a pure excitement. Oh, so we got like so we got to keep an eye on him. Oh no! Nah, Make sure Jay Z doesn't risk it all. No, no, he's learned <laughs> in his the euphoria. He's learned his like, lesson. Like I don't know, maybe I mean this is big. No, he's big E love. Yeah, you know, man might go. Biggest, little... biggest thing that happened in Brooklyn since Jay Z. Yeah, exactly. big man might go a little wild. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, man. man just tampered the hell out of that one. Wow. No, oh, J- oh, Jay Z definitely oh, made no, about six or how, seven phone calls. No, it's great how a guy can be a part owner in a team, then sell that stake and immediately open up an agency. Yeah. That that's great. That yeah. that that's peak NBA. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay, a guy and then immediately open up an agency, then immediately sign a bunch of players, and then immediately have all those players go to the team that he was a part owner in. Money yeah. talks, and that's, you know what else runs the bullet? Uh, yeah, Kyrie, I'll be your Jay-Z, agent for zero. Jay Z tells me to sign a Brooklyn. I'm. 
Shining in the Brooklyn. There you go. <laughs> I say, sure, ho. No, I'm going. No doubt. <laughs> okay, now. now. Okay, so yeah. I let's have some the ace of spade the... there when I sign. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's, so we're going to move on to the rest of the. Um... Um, is it me or is Charlotte bumming right now? Oh, Charlotte. No, I'm going to be bumming. They got Terry Rozier for three years and $58 million. Oh, boy. That's a good replacement for Kimball yeah. Walker. Yeah. In another sign and trade. Because <sighs> that's how everything works. Yep. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure the Celtics also got Kemba on a sign and trade for some reason. <laughs> I think at one point it was going to be like a three-way between... The Hornets, the Celtics, and the Nets, like, that yeah. was being thrown around. Yep. Like, somehow, like, somebody would benefit if they did that. <laughs> and D'Angelo ended up on the Celtics. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It's going to be like, you know, like, the Celtics oh, send, what the Celtics send Kyrie oh, to the man. Nets. And then, like, the yeah. Hornets give the Celtics Kimba. Kemba. And then the Celtics send Rozier. And I don't know <laughs> how, why that benefits anybody, but apparently it would somehow. Yeah. Because the NBA trade I, trade logic is nonsense. nonsense right. It's incredibly complicated. <laughs> but, we, need, we need a flow chart to understand this. Right. But yeah, I know. So the Horn yeah, no, so the Hornets um, so the Hornets who were already terrible lost their two best players. Right. Yes. And now their starting backcourt next year will be uh Terry Rozier and Malik Monk. Oof, Oof. that is that's all star potential that right is, there. Yeah. That and the Celtics They're gonna rock the East of fat. That is <laughs> Yeah, that is. <laughs> they are the up and coming Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. Be ready, Jake. Oh man, East, Eastern Conference power rankings, baby. Yeah. Exactly. But no, like the Hornets, Move like, over, like it was in their best. No, but it was like it was in their best interest to let Kemba leave. Is the sad thing. Yeah, they because they, they could. Can, they, literally, they they did, would not have any cap room going forward ever. Like the yeah, exactly. their only thing they can do now is just blow. Yeah. But then they're like ah. Then Jordan's just like ah. But what if we give Terry Rozier a bunch of money instead of trying to save our cap room anyway? Mm. He was kind of good in the playoffs a year ago. Mm-hmm. Let's give Terry Rozier that money. Did the Suns do anything? Oh my God! Okay, so I I, I shot out a Twitter thread on the Suns today because the Suns are they are they are they, sh- okay, okay okay. So let's review what the Suns have done this offseason. Right. The Suns first at the draft gave away gave away T.J. Warren. Mm. Yes. An under a 24-year-old wing who scored 18 points per game last year and shot like 43% from three. Right. They gave him away. Because like, oh, they got a great cap space. So they gave him away. Once again, they got nothing. They sent the seven, they sent the Pacers a second round pick. I want to talk about the Pacers in a bit. They sent the Pacers a second round pick to take him and got cast considerations back. So they gave him away. So I'm like, okay, what what big moves do the Suns think that they're gonna make? And then they traded down. They don't like the pick they made. Picked the Jerome. Tyler Jerome, like, 10th overall. Didn't like that uh-huh. pick. But it's like, whatever. And then and then it turns out that the reason that they created that cap space with TJ Warren was to free up the money to spend, to give $51 million over th- three years to Ricky Rubio. Mm-hmm. Oh, he still plays. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And then the Suns. Wait, wasn't Ricky Rubio already on the Suns? No, he was on the Jazz. Yes. Oh, okay. I, okay. So they so they needed the cap space, but it turns out they didn't have enough cap space either. So a few hours ago, they gave away Josh Jackson and this guy Melton, who was a rookie who started some games for them, and two second round picks to Memphis just to take those guys off their hands so they can have the cap room once again to spend on Ricky Rubio. So the Suns, in essence, gave away. A 24-year-old wing who averaged 18 points per game. Mm-hmm. A guy they picked 
fourth overall mm-hmm. two years ago, yep. and a, a rookie who started 31 games for them. Mm. So they could have the and two second round picks just so they could have the honor of signing Ricky Rubio. So they could fit Ricky Rubio. And they also absorbed Aaron Baines's contract at some point along the way here for some reason. I don't know why. Apparently, they needed the cap room. But, yeah, no, I read a stat. I don't want to focus on the Suns too much, but mm-hmm. I read a stat that the, Sun, the Suns don't have a single player they picked from 2013 to 2017 on the roster. Wow. Not a single one. That's crazy. And that's four lottery picks in that group. Wow. Like top ten picks. Okay, I thought I thought they're just tanking on purpose, but maybe they're front what office. I'm I, I thought I thought this was just on purpose. Now they're just they're just no. Idiots. Now they're like no no. We're trying to win. Oh oh this with, is, with what? Oh, oh this is the sun serious. They're going in. Oh they're going in. Oh, they, I have oh, to think that's why. That, that was, why else win with Ricky what? Rubio? All all in on Ricky Rubio. Rubio. That's their move. They're like oh yeah we got <laughs> Ricky Rubio. We're finally gonna have a point who's guard. Like, what thirty? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, I have to imagine. I have to imagine you're trying to win if you're trading away all these guys under twenty five for Ricky Rubio. <laughs> Wait a minute. What was the average last year? Who? Last season. Ricky Rubio. He had a down year. <laughs> really? Wow, you don't say. Yeah, the Jake. jazz, the jazz, the jazz replaced him. <laughs> and look hey, where that got. But them. he's getting seventeen to mil the playoffs. Yeah. He's gotten he's getting seventeen <laughs> mil a year now, baby. Ricky Rubio is styling. I don't know how it is that these Ricky, guys are just Ricky getting money Rubio. like crazy. Ricky Rubio's doing okay, man. Yo, wow. yo, so yo, someone put Phoenix on the phone. Someone called Jake. Can you call Phoenix? Ricky, there are no people in Phoenix, so no. Yeah, they got that's another team that kind of got to take away, but. <laughs> That's it, Scubby. Oh, is it? They, is got, it? They, they, they got their big three there in the desert. They got uh, they got Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and Ricky Rubio. So you're telling wow. me like Scorpions comprise the fe- the Suns front office because there's no humans. That no. makes sense. That's it's, it. it's just yeah. literally Scorpions. Yeah, just playing Definitely. with the trade machine. Yeah, yeah. They, they, pull, pulling levers and just seeing <laughs> seeing seeing what names they like. You see, you see, the league just puts out like a bunch of like potential transactions. Just whichever one paper morphs, they laminate the pages. Then just whichever one more sand blows on is just mm-hmm. the yep. the wind is owns owns the Suns. Right. The will of nature. Oh my god. Just whatever blows on it, like oh. <laughs> Trade all the young guys, I guess. Like, no, like they traded like all like their pot- young talent with potential to make the money to sign Ricky Rubio. Because they're like, they're like you know, what we need you know what the one thing standing between the Phoenix Suns and Gloria's a slightly above average veteran point guard. That's all we. Do. Jeff Teague is busy. We can't get him. Darren Collinson retired. That's all right, baby. Ricky Rubio season. That's, that's Jake. Jake, you don't understand. It's going to push them over in the Western Conference. The Heat yes. went with, gunning for sub with six of the best teams in the NBA. That's going to push them over. That baby, they are, we are gunning for sub five hundred now. Uh, oh, like man. it's amazing. Like they traded down in the draft yeah. just yeah. so they could have more cap room. Yeah. So we're going to be contending just, for the ninth seed this year. Just yeah. so they could. Like, we want to know what it's like to have our name called in the lottery really early. Mm. <laughs> we want to be one of the first teams to get knows their pick. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, the, so, the, so that's. Wow, oh, man. Ugh. I really want to get to, like, the serious stuff. That, like, actually matters. But mm-hmm. it's just so fun to laugh at the Suns and it's- the Knicks. It's 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 unbelievable what went down. It's unbelievable. No, like the Suns are unbelievable. Wow. Now Kawhi, how did this happen? Did, yeah. Did Kawhi made his decision yet? No, we're still on Kawhi watch. We won't get that. But anyway, <laughs> let's move into. Let's just talk about the Eastern Conference. Let's talk okay. about what teams in the Eastern Conference have been doing. Uh, okay. Okay. So the Bucks, for one thing, mm-hmm. the Bucks were able to do. Uh, 
something of a job. They had yes. a lot. The, basically, the, the entire Bucks team was free agent. Yeah. For one thing, at the very beginning of free agency, immediately. Oh God, what's his name? The European guy that. Uh, Miritich, Jesus Miritich, Christ! Yeah. Miritich was like, "I'm going to, I'm going to Europe." Yep. A guy who like could have got an NBA contract was like, "No, I'm gonna go to Europe." Immediately ran away to Europe. Mm-hmm. Bizarre, but otherwise, like, basically the entirety of the Suns lineup, Sands, Sands, Giannis was a free agent, and they yeah. were able to resign Middleton, which I mean that was always gonna be the easy one. I was just throw a max deal at him, and they yeah. get him. And they got him. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, it's the biggest contract in Bucks history. Which mm-hmm. I forgot to mention that Kemba Walker is also the biggest contract in Celtics history. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. The Max. Yeah, Max? incidentally. Biggest contract in Celtics franchise history. How? <laughs> Just, yeah. uh, the contracts go up every year. Okay. Because oh, the cap's boy. always increasing and right. it's a certain percentage of the cap, so it's more. But yeah, biggest contract in franchise history. Also, Tobias Harris, biggest contract in franchise history for the Indeed. 76ers. Indeed. But anyway, so... And then they were able to re-sign Brooke Lopez, which I was a little surprised that they... I feel like like Brooke Lopez's season last year was overrated uh-huh. in a lot of ways, but they re-signed him, and then the what they they did lose Brogdon, which right he didn't necessarily have the biggest impact this year, but Brogdon is a really good player. Mm-hmm. I really like Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people do. I mean, just like anybody who's like you know is one of like the ten people ever to have a 50-40-90 season mm-hmm. is like all right in my book. But yep. they lost him to another team. I want to talk about. But then they were they were able to. Hang on to they were able to hang on to George Hill, which they gave him like three years and twenty nine million dollars, mm. which is bizarre. He was good for them in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He sure made no try try Kyrie look like an idiot, which was in retrospect pretty funny to think about that George Hill was eating Kyrie's lunch. He was, but they they uh, they effortlessly they yeah. signed George Hill, and then they were able to get Robin Lopez. Somehow, and Wesley Matthews. Now they have both Lopez's, mm-hmm. but maybe they're destined this time. So the Bucks. I mean, just losing Brogdon, like they took a step back. I think. I mean, they also lost Miritich, but I, they had him at that. He didn't do much for them. Mm-hmm. He wasn't great for them after they traded for him. But so I mean, the Bucks. I, I mean, the Bucks are the. I mean, plus like Giannis takes another step forward next year. And it's a better player. Like continues to grow and develop because he's only twenty three. Yeah, exactly. That's that's, that's <laughs> which is which is insane. Yeah, but. that's that's bigger for the team than any other thing could ever be. Of course. So that I mean, like the Bucks are the Bucks. I mean, they're going to be one of the top two teams. And like, if if Kawhi goes back mm-hmm. to the Raptors, yeah, like that, they'll be will be them going back and forth. Then everybody else, mm-hmm. you know, I think even in the best case for the Celtics, the Celtics still are one of the top two teams in the East, and then. Another team in the East that's I've really liked their offseason has been the Pacers. Mm. Mm-hmm. The Pacers have done. I mean, a they did. They had. They were just the a the. I mean, I, there was a point when it looked like they might be in the Mike Connolly yeah. discussion, discussion, and he went to the yeah. Jazz, which I might yeah. want to talk about that too because the Jazz have been having a good offseason too. But the a like like I talk about just the the Suns just. Giving them T.J. Warren for literally nothing, mm-hmm. other than the fact like he's paid like he makes like a decent he makes like a decent amount. But once again, like like I said, that's a 24 year old wing who averaged 18 points a game and shot like 40 plus percent from three. Like they can find a place for that. Like I'm saying, he has to be their starter. Mm-hmm. Now, also inversely, they did lose Bogdanovich, okay, who was really good for them. Yep, especially after all the deeper went down. But I mean, but then also they were able to. Also, Darren Collinson just retired out of nowhere mm-hmm. to go do Mormon stuff. Okay. Because what he said, he's 30 years old. He had, like, a couple, like, he had, like, 
10 plus per year contracts waiting for him. And he was like, mm, no, gotta go do Mormon stuff. So, Never yep. tired. Yep. So, you know, check him out. Yep. But might be back. Yeah, it might. Maybe come out of retirement. Like, be like, oh, I've done enough Mormon stuff. Time to come out of retirement. But <laughs> now they're committed people, though, those Latter day Saints. Mm-hmm. But they were able to add Brogdon, who, like, isn't necessarily like a point guardy point guard, I guess. Like I said, he's an excellent shooter. Yep. But he played a <clears> lot <throat> off ball. I mean, like Giannis, you had Eric Bledsoe, you had Chris Middleton, even like he's not. So they don't they don't necessarily have like a true point guard. At least, and the, they also did sign T.J. McConnell today, who is like as point guardy a point guard as mm-hmm. point guards can ever be. Mm-hmm. But so I mean, like they do have that guy in the system. But Brogdon is, and I mean they they do want shooters around Oladipo when he comes back, and also Brogdon and Oladipo are both such such good defenders yeah <laughs> like that's like try try scoring on the pacers in the backcourt this year yeah impossible but impossible. and then also they were able to sign jeremy lamb mm-hmm. who is another good player and will be you know while they kind of because i don't all the people might not be back at the start of the year but like well he really like that's a guy who can start for them and then he can come back and he can go to the bench or i don't know warren goes to the bench i don't know but like overall like the pacers did like overall, like they upgraded themselves mm-hmm. this year, and plus you know maybe Sabonis takes another leap forward, maybe Miles. Like they're not, I mean like they're the Pacers. So ooh, Woj and Shams update. Let's see what they oh, are. Oh boy, here we go. Oh yeah, baby. Jake Lehman has signed a three-year deal with Minnesota. Oh boy, that's what I like to hear. Shout, yes. shout to the Timberwolves. Yep. Ooh, <clears throat> and from Woj, Rial Neto is signing a veteran minimum deal with the 76ers. Okay. All right. Big news. Yes, indeed. Come on, Woj. Big, yep. big news right there. Woj, we're waiting on something that we've been waiting on for like three days like a now. a month to sign. He's got what? Kawhi, like, I saw a tweet that just said, like, Kawhi is going to be coming, going to come out of the movie theater. Kawhi just came out of the movie theater right now, opened his phone to 3,000 texts and went, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, I've seen Toy Story 4. I forgot yeah. about this. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm in Barbados. I don't hear about that. <laughs> Oh my Kawhi's goodness. just like like asleep in front of his in like his yeah. in his recliner in front of his TV right now. Man, that dude is <laughs> holding three teams hostage with like right a, now. With like a bag of like he's holding the world hostage. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, man, you guys are making your decisions. You guys are doing this really fast. Oh my he's goodness. The, he has the entire cities of LA. But like it's crazy, like it's crazy how fast everything happened. Like every other free agent signed. Yeah, like because KD says I ain't going. I ain't going to hold up. I'm just going. Everybody's tell like, like everybody signed like an hour. Right. And Kawhi's like, man, you guys are fast. What's going on? That's ridiculous, man. Y'all need to hold yeah, up. Yeah, signing the three teams, the entire world, and Danny Green hostage. Exactly. Yeah. Who Danny Green has been around, like, I'm gonna wait for Kawhi to sign before I decide where I'm going. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, whatever. He said it. He's like, I. Fo-. Oh my. Yeah, like, hey man, he followed into Toronto. He might as well follow him wherever he goes. Hey, I would. <laughs> he, 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 all right. He's on that ship, baby. <laughs> he's like, like, he's like, I want another one. No, like, I don't know that if that shit. means. I don't know if that means he's actually like just gonna sign wherever Kawhi signs, but. <laughs> That now, probably means. now tell me something. He's a good fit for the Lakers. Like yep. he's, he's that kind of player they need. But anyway, to the Pacers for one more minute. Yep. Yeah. Like also in the end, like they're the Pacers, so they're not going to be like an actual threat. No. To yeah. like win, but like you know, that's like a fifty-five. Like they, like they did, like they had, like I said, like the Pacers always have these really good off seasons, but they add good players just to lose in the second round anyway. Yep. Exactly. So. Yep. But I always feel the need to point it out because they try their best and they they make the most of what they got, which just isn't a lot. But the Pacers had a, had a good offseason. But, like, looking at – and then, finally, the other team, 76ers, 
I like what they did. You see, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't I think they've gotten. Do, 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 do. I don't think they've gotten better. What? I don't think they've gotten better. What? Okay, well, well, tell me, like, what they subbed out. Embiid. Okay, that that's Al a defensive Orford. team, man. Okay, but would you rather have Jimmy Butler and JJ Redick or Josh Richardson and Al Horford? I mean, Josh Richardson and Al Horford. I would want Josh Richardson and Al Horford. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how many seventy six fans would have told me that. Like. I want Al Horford because Three days Al ago. Horford is, he's that dude that can play, what, five different? Uh, give you 12 and seven. Right, exactly. You're 12 and seven, like, you got Josh Richardson. And then when you, when, when like, Embiid. I can't I've ever actually watched play. I've just read things about. Yeah, when Embiid has his little tummy ache and all of that. Yeah, no, Al I Horford mean, like, come in. Al Horford is really good at guarding Embiid is one thing he's good at. Yeah. Which I mean, like now is not a factor. He doesn't for him. have to do that anymore. Yeah, no. <laughs> which I mean, I think reduces his value. Actually, does that he's no longer guarding this one guy that he's really good at guarding. Uh, oh well. <laughs> but but I like what they did. Yeah, I mean, like they they're still like in that uh, still in that mix. I I mean, mix. I was like maybe they're like, the team to beat. They are, if not, Kawhi the, they didn't are come not the team to beat in the East. Oh yes, they oh, are. Oh please, no, they're not. Please, really? Yeah, they're, they're not. They're one. They're one of them. I don't. I don't put them in the same tier that I put the. You know, if Kawhi's with the Raptors and the box, I think they're below. I mean, I think they're in like the next tier, but I don't know. I don't think they're like markably better than like the Pacers or if everything breaks right, maybe. I mean, they're better than the Celtics, but like they're in that same gaggle of teams. I, just, I don't know. Like, I don't think that they're markably better. I, don't. I think they are. Or like the Nets? I mean, what are the Nets going to be? I mean, KD's probably not going to be around this year. But no, he's not going to be around next year. But but even like that, I mean, that up. was I mean that was a playoff team last year, and they have yep. a lot of young developing talent. And now you add, I mean, Kyrie isn't up. I mean, unless Kyrie just completely poisons that entire, <laughs> which is very possible. <laughs> and why the Nets? Somebody, somebody is still in his feelings. And about well, I'm Kyrie. just being realistic. Like the Nets, <laughs> the Nets were putting it out there that they didn't want Kyrie without somebody else. Right. Like, they didn't want Kyrie being the guy. Okay. I mean, like, at least, like, on paper, he is an upgrade over D'Angelo Russell. And then, you know, uh-huh. hopefully some of those guys they have there keep developing. Like, you know, Jared Allen and Chris Levert. Mm-hmm. And they have DeAndre Jordan. So, I don't... I mean, like, the, I don't really know where to put... I mean, like if, like, KD can come back by the playoff, which I don't think he can. but No, he can't. I don't know. Maybe. The, the, that, first, that, first whole, that whole first year is going to be a wash for him. Yeah, but... Still, like the, the Nets, like I said, I don't really know what to do do with the Nets, but I think they're in that bunch. They're in like that three to six seed range. Okay. They are like they're they're in that. Like I'm literally I'm looking like I think like the top six of the East. Uh-huh. I'm literally looking at like they're probably gonna be the same top six in the East as last year. Yeah. If Kawhi goes back to the Raptors. Mm-hmm. Big if. Yeah. Big but, if. No, yeah. it is a big if, and we can talk about that too in a minute. But mm-hmm. like, if Kawhi goes back to the Raptors, like I think the top six in the East and. No particular order is still Bucks, Raptors, Sixers, Celtics, Pacers, Nets. Cause I, I mean, like the the Magic added Aminu mm-hmm. and brought back their guys, but I I think that team could just as easily go back to winning thirty games. Okay. I mean, the Pistons have like I mean, the Pistons have made some good moves mm-hmm. with next to no flexibility. Yep. But like, I mean, they were able to add Markeith Morris and Derrick Rose. Which I mean, like, we're good moves, but, like, yeah, that's not, like, that's not markably. No. Yeah. Probably still a playoff team. I mean, the Heat have Jimmy Butler now. 
Yeah, but mm, how good it's no, like I think be. like I mean I think like they're angling for next year to be the year that they really go in on it. Okay, all right. Because I mean like they have a lot of cat. I mean I, like I mean maybe like they have a lot of young guys. I mean maybe like Bam Adayu and like Justice Winslow mm -hmm. and all them like turn it up again. Like I mean they that that's probably a playoff. Like they probably make the playoffs. What eight seed? Yeah, probably yeah. eight, eight, eight seven. seed is good enough. Yep. Yeah, I mean, maybe I mean there's. But I'm not going to put them in that group. I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, the Hawks? I mean, maybe you get a big jump from the Hawks? Mm -hmm. I doubt it. I mean, like, I like Trey Young and John Collins. Like, they have some good young players, but also, uh, like, I don't know. But, but, yeah, like, are you, are you, how big are you on, like, Lori Markinen? I mean, like, I like, I mean, I like what the Bulls have going on, but I think they need another year they or two, need like, another year. develop yeah. them. But yeah, like, yeah, like, I think it's gonna be, like, the same top six in the East. Ooh, two, two Woj tweets. Uh-oh. And just more Layman stuff. <laughs> just more details on that Jake Layman trade. Mm -hmm. Jake Layman sounds like the name of a protagonist in an underdog story. Oh, Lord. That sounds like a made-up guy. Yeah. But yeah, like, I think the top six in the East are the same. Yeah. I think honestly, the Celtics are the team with the most like variance on where they could be in that group. Mm. Just like I don't know, like they could have like the Celtics could have like two or three All Stars, uh -huh. or it could just be Kemba trying to carry a slightly better version of what he's had in Charlotte. Okay, which is extreme, but like they'll still be better. But yeah, I, I, don't, I don't like. I just think, like I said, like I just I don't know. Like I'm not like in love with what the 76. Like I think the 76ers have a solid team, but I don't think they've gotten better. I think they are. I just don't think they're better. I just, I just, no, like, I think the, the two main guys that they subbed out and subbed in, and then, like, they don't have, they did not get, they needed, they needed shooters, for one thing. Well, Josh Richardson, what's his percentage on three-pointers? I mean, it's not great. I know I looked at the time, he's not, he's not a three-pointer. Like, point. what, 30, 33, 35%? Yeah, that's, like, same thing with Horford. Like, those aren't shooters. Yeah. I mean, like I said, like, J.J. Redick was a great fit with him. Yeah, 35%. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. He's fine. Like I said, like I don't know how much that's gonna. I just I don't know. And plus, I mean, they lost my man T.J. McConnell, which yeah, is yeah, they did. Uh, and J.J. Redick, big, big, big blow. But, yeah. but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like I just I, I don't like I, they're a good team. It's just like I said, I just don't think they've gotten better. Okay. I just don't think that they've gotten better. They're different. Of course. Like I said, like I can't spend a whole first segment talking about how like Al Horford is like. Everything I think is overrated about Al Horford, and then turn around and be like, "Man, Al Horford's on the 76ers. Oh man, watch out for them!" Like that would just be inconsistent. Okay. That would just be inconsistent for me. Well, we are we are entitled to our beliefs. Sure, but that means very little to me. But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like it's just yeah. But anyway, like to the to the biggest thing on the table is the thing that hasn't happened yet. Yes. Yeah. Kawhi. Mm -hmm. and how much it has a chance to sign the landscape of the NBA. And Jordan, I know me and you are going to disagree on this, but on one hand, you have Kawhi going to the Raptors. They run it back, and we are staring down an NBA with so much parody, mm -hmm. like a beautiful open field in the NBA where there's legitimately four, five, six teams that are really in it. Yep. Oh, doesn't that sound mm -hmm. great? Yep. And we return to normalcy after this no, six-year no, no, disruption. No, even like we've never, like, even like, no, like, even like we've never had it like this. Like, the NBA has not been this wide open in a very long time. This As open as it is, no. Yeah. 
Like the NBA yeah. has been like all well, like I said, we've talked about it, it's been always been like a three, four team league. Right, like right. I think both conferences have like five teams that could realistically contend for a title. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. In yep. that scenario. Yep. Like looking mm-hmm. at the West, Warriors, yeah, but not the favorites. I don't think they're the odds on favorites. Like uh, I think I think LA is. But let me say, like the Nuggets, I mean, they could they could be in it. Like I don't even think the Trailblazers could be in it. The Jazz, mm-hmm. the, the Jazz. Rockets. I mean, the the Rockets, yeah, the Jazz far off. I mean, they had a good off season. I mean, they added Mike Conley, they added Bogdanovich. Mm-hmm. I don't know, they added somebody else. Jazz aren't too off. I mean, the no. ja- I mean, if they get a big jump, especially like you finally give, you know, you really put some guys around. Yeah, some uh, some teams start off slow. No, you really put some guys mm-hmm. around Donovan Mitchell. Like they they I mean they could be in it. Like I'm not gonna. I mean, if the Clippers get Kawhi, they're in it. Mm. And once again, the East, the teams we went over, like I'm not going to say the Celtics or the Pacers are in it, but I mean, like, uh, like it's open, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's not a, a team could go on a run. That being said, or Kawhi could go to the Lakers, in yeah. which case, mm. I don't think we're in that much better of a situation than we were with the Warriors. Really? At their mm. peak. I don't. I know you hate it, Jordan. Mm. But the Lakers... With LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Kawhi, come on, who's who has a better team than that? Nobody. Nobody. Exactly. Nobody. That is just enough. And like, I at least won't have that sense of dread because I haven't seen them win back-to-back finals. But that's as good as any war. As long as they gel, like that's like that's never mind. Like this whole nice open field of parody that we can all frolic in and enjoy and assign meaning to the regular season. Gone. So you're saying that... Uh, then it's the Lakers and everybody else. So you're saying that Kawhi going to the Lakers is a done deal? No, but I'm saying if it is, then... Yeah. We're just back to... Oh, cool. Right. Unless it's just like... Unless they just... It's like historical chemistry issues, but like... Kawhi Leonard is not Dwight Howard. Mm-mm. Like, I don't... Mm-mm. It's not going to happen. Like, none of... Like, is that... Like, is he not, not going to... Those guys aren't going to fight. I don't mm. think they will. Mm. LeBron's not trying to beef with anybody at this point. Like... Oh, he already traded away his the, 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 exactly the, like he, he's, he's beef with. like he'll be he, he's he'll be over the moon to have guys to play with. like and those are the two best teammates like LeBron like Kawhi and AD like one two LeBron teammates all time easy no question yeah no conversation easy yeah like that's the best team in the league by a mile it is yep. shameful how is yeah, it shameful I'm right. I know you're right, but yeah. it's, still, it's still shameful. No, and then they know, then they'll to, fill to, up, to, then, cor- to correct the mistakes they made. No, and then no, right? And it and perfectly, it's, and perfectly it's, balances all things should no, be. No, and it's yeah. the worst thing in the world because that you just trade away your entire team. No, 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 it's five years worth of picks for Anthony Davis, and then Kawhi just comes so strolling true. in, no, and no. then all of a sudden it's okay now because no, he won a championship. No, that's my point. That's what, that was the most frustrating thing about the Lakers getting Anthony Davis because yep. you sat there as a Celtics fan and you said, "Okay, cool." So the Celtics, who have done everything right, mm-hmm. managed all their assets, managed all their contracts, set everything up. Nope, the Lakers, who have done everything wrong at every conceivable point. Nope, they get Anthony Davis because him and LeBron are friends. Oh, and then they'll get Kawhi because I don't know. He just wants to play with the Lakers. Kawhi like palm. He likes palm trees. Yeah, right. they and, don't have those in Toronto. Jake. And yeah. once again, and once again, <laughs> the Lakers who have, <laughs> who have at every point made every wrong draft pick, but, handed out all the wrong contracts. None of their GMs and their owners can get along. They've fired all the... They've been a mess. P- push Magic Johnson out the organization. No, and they, exactly. just, and they just get to fall backwards 
and, and to having land. three of the top five, five players in the league. Exactly. Literally stumble backwards into it. And boost the Pelicans into God knows how <laughs> how talented that team is now. Yeah. It's inconceivable. Oh, my goodness. Are, they are, to stumble. The, the no, Pelicans the, are off the charts. No, but like you say, you know, you, you want to you sit here and be like, oh, well, no. Like, they, they, yeah, like they, they're spending all their cap space on three guys. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't. They're already no. filling out the rock. Like, they, they, got, they yeah. got Jared Dudley. Like, that's a guy with a role. Like, they... The Memphis if, if they sign Kawhi, it doesn't matter. No, yeah, it, it doesn't, no, it doesn't then, matter. No, like guys will go play there. Like already, like Iggy, Iggy said he's already going to go there mm-hmm. on a Batman deal when he gets bought out by the. But I don't even know why the Grizzlies are going to buy him out. But they're going to buy him out. They said they're going to, which I think is so stupid to buy him out when you could just you know not do it. Yep. And trade him for something at the deadline or something. But no, he wants to get bought out. You know, since NBA players really do tend to get what they want. Yeah, like all all the love in the world to them. I wish I'd get whatever I wanted to my job. They'll buy him out. I mean, you just want to get paid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, like he'll go there, and then like Danny Green will follow him, and they'll just, and then they just have to go get a bunch of literally they just have to go get a bunch of guys who are scrubs, but they can shoot threes, and <laughs> that's it. And then they have, and then that's the team. Yeah, at least none of them will win an MVP probably. Mm-hmm. So hit each other's chair. But yeah, and then that's it. Like, they'll just run train on the whole league. And I just can't be convinced otherwise. Just run train on the whole league. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, but, no, they won't, they, won't, they be... won't be the first seed. Like, they'll, only, they'll end up winning, like, 50 games between, like, you know, them gelling and, like, those guys taking rest days. But it won't matter. Like, playoffs, they'll be, like, the third seed. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Playoffs will come along and... <laughs> Just, they'll just breeze through whoever, yeah. the, whoever's that fifth seed, the, the Jazz or like exactly, somebody. No, exactly. <laughs> so instead of us getting this super fun NBA, but then, you know, LeBron and Anthony Davis would like, you know, using the cap space to put some guys around them. Mm-hmm. That's a really good team. That is one of the favorites, but that's beatable. Mm-hmm. But like I said, Kawhi Leonard, it, and it's not going to be like Kevin Durant. I'm not going to hate him the way I, hate, I hated Durant mm-hmm. for breaking the NBA. Because at least Kawhi did do it somewhere else. Yeah. And he's not Ka- the biggest. Ka- Kawhi proved he and had it's to not prove. The, and he's not, and he's not going to the team that beat him. So it won't quite be Durant. Mm. But, man, Kawhi, don't do it. <laughs> don't do not do it to me. I'm telling you, man. Don't do it to all of us. Stay he's, in Toronto. Oh, just go to the Clippers. Even. I don't mind that. He's going to the Clippers, man. I like that. I like that. I, I almost, like I like. No, I like, I, like, like I, I want that more, honestly. Yeah. Just because, like. I, lo- I like that team. Mm-hmm. I like I like a lot of the players on the Clippers. I like Doc. Like I, I I like Kawhi being out of the East. Yep. I like that from a Celtics fan perspective. Like like I said, I, I really like a lot of the guys in that Clippers team. I really like Patrick Beverly. I would have liked Patrick Beverly on the Celtics if they didn't get Kemba Walker. Now, you know, now I, I like I like Gallinari even. Like I like him doing good. I like Harris. I like Lou Williams. Like I like that whole team. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna be one of my favorite teams out West right now. Yep. He goes there. Like that's the missing piece. Do it up, yep. a man. Kawhi, don't go to the Lakers. Just, <laughs> just don't think. Then it's not fun anymore. Like oh, everybody had so much fun with you, Kawhi. You're 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 a hero right now. Everybody loves you, Kawhi. Mm. Everybody loves you, and I know you don't care. I know you're sitting there like eating a bunch of pistachios and playing solitaire and yep. probably not even thinking about this. Nope. Nope. But just. Maybe you're plugged into your charger. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's docked right now. Yeah, yeah I know. But he's like, oh, basketball's over. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But That's... please, Kawhi. 
had to take out the battery for the year. <laughs> Please don't do it. Don't don't do it to us. Please. <laughs> Don't do it to me. I mean, if he goes to L.A., he can be solar-powered. Yep. You're right. Yeah, he can be solar-powered mm. in Toronto. Yep. Yeah, like, I'm not saying you don't you don't owe Toronto fans anything. I'm not saying you got to stay there, but just, for the love of Christ, please don't go to the Lakers. Please don't give LeBron the satisfaction that, don't give, like, talk about the Lakers doing everything wrong. How are we talking about LeBron doing everything wrong? Yeah. Like, LeBron goes there and is instantly, like, destroys the chemistry of that team by threatening to trade all of them. Mm. Forces And, and then, then somehow ends up trading all of them. Forces yep. forces the coach out, yep. openly tampers, and then he just gets whatever he wants. LeBron gets whatever he wants. The Lakers get whatever they want. Yep. Maybe Kobe comes out of retirement <laughs> to play with them. I mean, why not? They get to keep Kuzma for some reason. <laughs> They mess up and don't make the trade at the right time so they don't get max cap space mm. and then just do some crap with the Wizards and get max cap space. Like, I... Man. And even then they screw that trade up and they have to give up assets because the Lakers down to the last moment cannot do anything right with the people they have running it and then they could still get Kawhi. Of course. And then we're just all sitting here. Just, just we almost had it. We almost had a nice, fun, competitive NBA season, and then yeah. just like that, snatched out from under us. <laughs> Unless the Pelicans become nope, 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 nope. Grizzlies, think, man. I don't think JJ Redick and Zion are gonna get it done. <laughs> Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. What about the Grizzlies? I like what they're doing. I mean, like they they they're accumulating asses, but not gonna, not gonna do anything. They're gonna win like twenty five games this year. Hey. Watch out for Memphis. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not gonna. But but they, I'm they traded now. Chandler Parsons today, baby. Oh yeah. boy, oh boy. They trade the Chandler Parsons. They traded him to the Hawks, and then they took back two guys also on expiring contracts that equal the same amount of money. Wow. So in essence, nothing was lost or gained except the Hawks got a roster spot, which I guess they they really wanted. So now the Hawks have another roster spot, probably for Taco Falls when he gets cut or something. But <laughs> so yeah, no Kawhi, if you're out there. If, if he's if, he, if he's out there, if, if, if this you're runs si- across you're your you're sitting your there with like feed. your ham radio in your ba- oh Kawhi's like a ham radio guy. Mm-hmm. He like sits in his basement, like tunes at different frequencies, just like talk to random people. Also, they, on it. can we put this on shortwave radio? <laughs> Kawhi yeah. just sits in his basement, like plays with a radio yeah. wave or something. Yeah. He has like a he has like a model train set. Oh, I bet Kawhi is a sick model train set. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I bet. Oh my goodness! I bet mean, like the only. I bet mean, like he he kind of has like a little like circle in the middle so he can like rise up in the middle. Like he smi- He really smiles a lot when he's playing with his trains. He has like a hat and everything. <laughs> Tell me you'd be even a little. I'm surprised. a conductor now. Not See, a baseball. No, but not nothing Kawhi player. Leonard does would surprise me. I mean, even nope. like went to Kawhi's house and he said like an entire like just like a huge room like a huge model railroad. <laughs> would would not surprise me at all. Even wow. a little bit. Nope. Oh man. But yeah, see, I don't want. To have all these fun things to say about this player, and then have to despise him for breaking the NBA right after it got fixed. Mm. <laughs> Immediately after it got fixed. Yeah, I don't want that. So they, Ka- they they use the magic of signing trade to fix the NBA just to, for Kawhi to destroy it. Yeah, <laughs> like just please Kawhi, don't. 
Don't do your it. inability to live with your failure. Yep. <laughs> Look where that has brought you. But we heard. <laughs> Back to me. <laughs> we heard it's a done deal, so. I haven't. That's what Jalen Rose said, but I ain't believing it. Sorry, Jalen. You can marry Molly all you want, mm. but you're, I'm not believing you. Oh, I man. can't afford to believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I need something to hold on to. Don't oh, give me God. hope. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, no. Any other, any any final thoughts on the NBA? I think we really covered I, I, the, the bulk of it. Yeah, I, we I, did. I think you're sleeping on the Pelicans still. I mean, yeah. I mean no, the Pelicans have had a really good offseason. Like, oh, of course. That. Like, they had a good draft. They got a lot of good – like, you know, that's not a giant. I like, I like all the picks they made. Like, I like Culliver. I like Haynes. Mm-hmm. No, like, I, like, they signed J.J. Redick. Like, they're going – like, they're trying to, like, be competitive, which I think is good because they learned that sucking made Anthony Davis not want to be there. Yep. But no, I mean, like, I like, I'm just saying, like, they're not, like, a factor. Like they're probably a playoff team. Mm. Yeah, like I, like I like what they're doing. Like David Griffin's doing a really good job there. Yep. Obviously, like just based on the Anthony Davis Hall, but everything else he's done afterwards. Like oh, he's having a good year. I'm just saying, like that's, that's it. Like he's having a good year. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Any other thoughts? Any other thoughts? I know my Sixers are gonna rule the East. That's silly. <laughs> You're silly. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Western Conference, as of right now, if Kawhi goes, will just prove my point oh. that the Western Conference yeah, sure, is just, yeah. is just I mean, infinitely you, better. You want to rank the West if Kawhi goes to the or if Kawhi goes to the Clippers? We'll say Kawhi, Kawhi say, Clippers, man. The Clippers. The, the West is inevitable. Yeah, I mean, like if Kawhi goes to the Clippers, I mean, uh, yeah, Thunder don't make the playoffs. Yep. Spurs probably don't make the playoffs. No. Lakers make the playoffs. Lakers to do. I mean, Lakers like with AD and LeBron are probably like a one or two seed. Yep. And then why you keep saying this nonsense? <laughs> well, I mean, it is like if they like you know why then, you like, keep saying I mean, then this? they have like thirty million dollars like fill the roster out like semi intelligently. Mm-hmm. They're not going to do that. I mean, probably not. Mm-hmm. But like, I I have faith that they'll like know to just like sign guys who can shoot threes and like mm-hmm. a point guard. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I almost like I almost want to put enough faith in Rob Polinka to do that. But like. I'm not like optimistic. Okay. But anyway, like even then, like they'll, they'll that that's a playoff team, please. Tell me that's not a playoff team. Give me a break. But okay, look at Iggy in there, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like, yeah, like the Lakers are in there, and then I don't know. The Kings, I like I like what they've been doing. They've added some guys. They they almost made it. Like they'll get another bump out of Fox and mm-hmm. Buddy Heald, and the, the Jazz will be in there. Like, I don't know, like I want to say, like, the top four in the East and the West this year will be in, like, the top five Yeah. with the Lakers also. I feel like, like the top five will probably be, like, the Warriors, Nuggets, Lakers, Trailblazers, Rockets, and Lakers. And then, like, the, the I mean, maybe the Jazz are, like, I mean, I guess maybe, like, the three seed will be a battle between, like, the Nuggets, Trailblazers, Rockets, and Jazz. Uh-huh. Good battle. Yeah. Yeah. That's like Kawhi's with, I, mean, I guess Kawhi's with the Clippers. I guess he's in like that one, two. These will be fun is my point. The NBA will be fun next year. <laughs> all right, the NBA will be fun. That's all I care about. <laughs> that is all that I care about. All right, you've been listening to the Stadium Experience, NBA, free agency, reaction, overreaction, analysis, stone throwing, opinion jamboree. Here, I'll be back next week probably, Tuesday, 4 to 6. Nick suck.
Knicks, oh, Knicks yeah. are just bad at everything. The Knicks are the Steelers. Of Many the NBA. graves have been danced. <laughs> Many graves have been danced on. I bet you any amount of money that the Kawhi news is going to break in the next five minutes. No, it won't. Guaranteed. I think it's going to be another 24 hours. It will happen the second that I that I <laughs> send this to Megasen. <laughs> How much do you want to bet? Oh my goodness. Immediately. <laughs> Anywho, though. Yeah, lots happened. Lots of process. Hope you all been having a good time. See you next time. Bye-bye.